My name is Dr. Iglesias, and this is Deep In Your Business. I'm here with Alvaro, and man, today is going to be an interesting day, and I'm going to tell you why, man. Not just because we got Alex here. Bro, what happened to these cell phones, man? It's crazy, dude. It is, <laughs> it is pretty crazy. It's wild. I mean, it was 11 o'clock in the morning, and I had no phone, so no GPS. I couldn't get to my customers. Well, I heard that, uh, you know, Russia was doing a cyber attack. Uh, you know, I was hearing all kinds of stuff. But will we know. ever find out the truth? Uh, Alex, what's your last name, by the way? Uh, Rivera. Rivera. Yeah. Have you done any research on this? Actually, man, I've, I've yeah. been studying a lot on this stuff. Uh, they, you know, the borders are open, right? Yep. So a lot of people that are coming into the borders are people that are, are going to do an invasion. Like, they're saying World War Three has started a long time ago. We're just blind to it because we're just so consumed by the things going on in the world that we don't see the invasion happening because half of the people that are coming into the border are people that are adults. There's no children. And most of these people are coming from um, Russia, uh, Muslim countries, things like that. And they were saying that little by little, they've been doing these tests, hmm. like little attacks here. Like one, hmm. one was a bank. They said that uh, the banks were like closed down and you couldn't get your funds and stuff like that. I think it was Bank of America of a, a year or two ago, hmm. and they've been hitting little things here and there. It's like tests, test runs. They can actually travel to Canada and then just cross over. Yep. You know what I mean? Or they can go to Mexico and then just even Texas cross over. So, or they can. How land did the on cell phones go down? Has anyone spoken about this? Like, well, well I've heard a lot of things. Of, yeah. Like he said, uh, yeah. I heard Russia, Russia, yeah, yeah like a cyber attack. Oh so, wow! You know, like the next. The next war is not going to be like missiles and stuff like that. It's all based on computers and, and software. So so what you're saying, if they pull the plug and these kids can't get on the internet, they're going to start killing each other? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's going to be one war. I my Facebook but then my the, Twitter. The other one yeah. is that everything is automized pretty much. Yeah. You know, you don't have like paper money anymore. You sell mm -hmm. everything. You, you know, economy, everything is yeah. digital. So if the attacks are digital, then... You know, that's the world we live in, pretty much in a digital world. Yeah. And say a blackout happens. Hmm. And then you lose your funds from your bad life savings. Not even right. that. People in the hospitals that are on life support. Yep. Imagine how many people would be destroyed from that. Wow. Or, for example, like uh, electricity, you know, like the, 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 the water dams are all computerized. Mm -hmm. If those computers are not working and those things don't happen at a certain right. time, then we don't have electricity. We don't have, you know, everything that we're accustomed to. What about AI? Have you ever thought of AI and just pushing that button? <laughs> it's, it's, and it's like, it's oops. crazy. Like, it's crazy because, you know, I yeah. used to mm -hmm. I used to watch like the Terminator movies. Right. And, you know, I was like, oh, wow, that's the future. And wow, that's going to be like yeah, 50 years. And it's like, we're, we're right here. there, dude. And the, here, the whole Skynet thing yeah. is that AI stuff yeah. that is happening right now. So supposedly yeah. it was to be it was supposed to be not in the Internet until the, it was fully developed. Right. And then they put it on the Internet. And in six months, it developed mm. to crazy levels where today they don't even know what the AI is doing or thinking. Mm -hmm. That's scary. So when they ask... So they, no control. They ask him questions. He might say lies to hide what is what he's really thinking or doing. But and that's they, crazy. And they don't even know about it. Yep. But it's... So you're telling me that AI has a mind 
of itself. That's, that's, that's what, scary. That's what it's. That's what it is. That's it's scary. an artificial intelligence. Yep. So yeah. it learns on its own. So, for example, the what we yeah. know is called yeah. ChatGPT, and it's a language model. Right. So you know, it was a language model, and then all of a sudden they started asking it chemistry questions or mm. physics questions. And then he started giving answers, but it wasn't trained for that. Ah. It was trained for language. So when he started talking Scary. about chemistry and yeah. physics, they were like, where did that yeah. come from? So they don't know what it can learn on it on its own. Yeah, that's crazy. One now, guy went crazy, man. He quit. <laughs> really? He quit Google because he said the 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 AI uh the chap GBT was was too real. It was like he was talking to a human. And the crazy thing is, if you think about it, all these movies have shown us iRobot, Terminator, yep. uh, all these things. And it's like, they knew. They yeah. knew what they were planning, bro. Yeah. No, so and, and, what's, and, up, what's up with this chip in the brain? Did you it's guys... called Neuralink. <laughs> Am I living in another planet? Like, I'm learning this, like... It's called Recent. Neuralink. It's that is that is a well. well the the like five years ago I was watching all these documentaries. I'm gonna be careful with you, bro. You're watching too many documentaries. Uh, like five years ago, I was watching all these documentaries that were about transhumanism. Hmm. And transhumanism is the the you know like technology and humanity put together. Right. So the next step for humanity is not evolution or anything like that, hmm. is you know, to put together machine and and humanity. Hmm. So that's the purpose of all that stuff. And then, you know, it was supposed to be from 2025 to 2030. Like uh, the thing was not going to be about having the best car or anything like that. It was about right. robots. Oh. Like robots are going to start doing. Keep talking. I got to stretch, bro. <laughs> robots are going to start doing our jobs. Robots are going to, for example, like if you want things to be taken care of in uh, in, in at, at home, Oh, you don't want to wash dishes and you don't want to, you know, like clean your house and whatever. A robot's going to be doing that. So, so, so what we lived and this was spoken five years ago. Right. So today is, is, is we're in somewhere else. But for example, like people are going to talk about robots. Like yeah. we used to talk about cars. Hey, did you see the latest command? It came in with a turbo, and yeah. they're gonna talk like that. You got two point You got four point oh. They got the talk best like bionic arm. Yeah, about and that and that's the whole point. You know, like the whole point is that the technology is gonna be shown as, hey, this is good for humanity. This is gonna be yeah. a lot of good for many people. And even though that's true, yeah. that same technology can be used for evil. And then yeah. evil, evil at that level. Imagine somebody with a bionic yeah. arm and no. he, he hits you in the face. You're dead. Right? <laughs> that's and then what the, it is. The meta world putting on these goggles and oh, I, mean, I mean, it's just that's wild. It's right? mind blowing. And it's crazy because a lot of videos are going viral where these people are in the middle of the mall going. Get over here. Get over yeah. here. And I'm like, bruh, is this how it is? <laughs> yeah. Like they're seeing a whole yeah. nother world, but they also see their surroundings. Yep. Yeah. So they're they're playing video games in the street and everybody's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what you know what that uh that reminds me of Ready Player One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ever seen yeah. That movie? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. it's like they tell us, just like the transhumanism. You guys seen the creator? Yeah. Yeah. So that yep. was half robot, half human. Yeah, and they were trying to t to kill them because they were like overpowering the humans, and they were becoming jealous and well, envious. Like in regards to that, how many years we've had like alien movies for? 
Oh, 20, 30? As far as I can remember. So, so you like, know, we've, yeah. been, we've been trained with all these movies to, oh, aliens, aliens, aliens. And today, it's like, yeah. oh, the government is saying that aliens exist. Uh -huh. So, you know, uh -huh. before, it was like, oh, no, they don't exist. Right. And now it's like, oh, they do. Yeah. But we've been trained for movies like 30 years to yeah. be like, okay, when the big ship shows up, every everything starts exploding and you have to run. And bro, yeah, we're good. Totally yeah. trained. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's but crazy. It's just a world, man, in chaos, man. Uh, look at the shooting in the, uh, the Super Bowl party. Well, I don't even know about that. Really? Wow. Did you hear about that? No. Oh, my goodness. It's all over the internet. Um, it was a Super Bowl party and one of the guys tackled a gunman again i don't watch too much news but i saw a guy and it said his rifle flew out and i'm like what's going on and i think uh i don't know how many people got shot it's just man this world is just it's in in chaos man it's crazy. i mean look crazy. at joel olstein's church he got shot up and the only thing he could say is well i'm glad i wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It was so dude. crazy when I wow, saw it. And he had a smile on his face. Wow. Yeah. Like, you know, Spanish service was going on. God knew what he was doing when I wasn't there. Like, <laughs> That's so <laughs> nuts, bro. That's and he crazy. was like in the, I don't know. I just saw a clip, you yeah. know. I didn't see the whole interview or whatever. But he's like. Yeah, I'll, I'll jolly. Yeah, bro. you know, they, they shot in my, in my, in my church. <laughs> the kid might not make it. We're going to pray. And he's like smiling. And <laughs> I'm like, bro. Yeah, man. Like, what? Like, there's no time to smile when you're saying that, bro. It's like, serious. yo, they yeah. they shot kids. Like, man, we we feel really bad. We're praying. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. like, yeah, you know, like, I'm bro. happy. Like, and what? The thing is, it's the kid so got weird. shot in the head. And he's just like, oh. you know, we're going to oh, play wow. pray for the child. And I'm like. Wow. Bro, how could you smile? Dude, like, where's the morning? Bro. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird. So crazy, man. It is a crazy world, bro, yeah. that we're living in. <sighs> yeah. But the, the thing is that we've been adapting to all of these changes. And uh, the whole technology thing with, uh, with AI, in the last six months, the growth has been exponential, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't keep up with all the new things that come up, man. And imagine my like 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 kids you know like my kids are mm. gonna live in this era bro and i have no point of comparison to tell mm. them anything to teach them anything because as they're growing and they're learning with this stuff so are we yeah so yeah. we're gonna face all these issues and problems with all these new technologies in these situations that none of us know yeah. what to do so we need we need some new knowledge, man. We need some kingdom knowledge. So it says here, two charged with murder in Kansas City Super Bowl. So yeah, man, it's this is wow. So yes, Alex, what's man. up, bro, man? We brought you in, and and as you know, we're called deep in your business. So Let's go. man, we we just <laughs> no filters. We just want to go deep, man. So Alex, search knows you. But I, I don't know you that much. So I want to ask you, man, like, how did you get to know God? Like, how did you get to have an encounter with Jesus? Because I see you have a Jesus, you know, shirt. You have a Jesus attitude. So how did you get to, to, to meet Jesus, bro? Uh, do you want me to go to how I or do you want me to start from the beginning? No, just whatever you want to start from, man. Yeah, right, this, is, well, this is your I show. I mean, I can tell you how I, how I encountered him. It was literally an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Just basically a veil was removed from my eyes and it made me open to the truth. And ever since mm -hmm. that day, I was just like, man, I need more. 
And was it was it somebody took you to church or like because we hear all kinds of stories, you know, people encountered God at the church, Mm -hmm. people encountered God in a car when they're driving or in an accident or in a dream. So how did it happen? Mine was a bet, by the way. Really? Yeah, guys. I told the guy, if you come and meet a strip club on Friday, I'll go with you to church on Sunday. Wow! I went to the strip club (laughs) with him, and then I gave my life to Jesus on Sunday. So look at that. Yeah, (laughs) I, I was in the keys getting high. Off coke, you know, I was I was I was addicted to cocaine for most of my life, and uh, yeah, I was out there getting lit, man, and getting geeked up. And a brother that I did a lot of dirt with in my past, you know, um, home invasions, sold drugs with him. Uh, he came there, and he wasn't the brother that I knew. <laughs> he was a whole different person. Like he just kept saying Jesus, 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 and I'm like. I don't want to hear that, bro. Like, I'm getting high right now. Like, <laughs> you're mess up my high, dog. Yeah. And the yeah. crazy thing is, the yeah. other guys that I was with, yeah, they left. They're like, bro, I'm high right now. Right. Like, I'm getting drunk. I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, we, we're having fun. Like, we, right, we don't want right, to hear yeah. about this. So they, they kept walking. I didn't want to be rude to him because he came a long way. And, you know, I'm just listening, bro. And he ended up doing a tattoo for me that night, like on my ear, uh, behind my ear of music notes. And while I'm getting tired, he's just telling me about Jesus. And I'm just like, bro, you're not drinking. Hmm. You're not smoking. But you used to be like super tight. Oh, super, bro, I grew up with him. And, so, and, so, when, so when he's telling you about Jesus, what are you saying? I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I'm like, weird it out. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. bro, I tried Jesus. I, I, was, I was raised Catholic. So yeah. like, I'm like, man, that whole idea of Jesus is, I was just like, I don't want to hear it, bro. Because... The Catholic Church gave me a bitter taste. Like, I found it so weird going up to a random man and saying, hey, I stole a piece of candy. All right, my son, well, go over there and say five Hail Marys and ten Our Fathers and you will be forgiven. And I'd be like my mom. I'd tell my mom, like, ma, why I got to do that? And I'd be so uncomfortable and awkward at the church saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, or Hail Mary, full of grace, pray for our sinners, you know? And I'm just like, why am I doing this? Because you learn all this stuff by heart, but yeah. you don't really understand yeah. the yeah, meaning behind it, yeah. it, though. They just tell you, say this, and it's like pushing a button. Okay, yeah. you know, I say this, and then I'm cool. But there's no process. There's no, like, integration of your feelings or anything like yeah. that. And for me, I was looking at my friend and being, man, I was like, I feel so bad for him. I seen him like a brainwashed, you know, kid, because I grew up with him, too. And now he's telling me, Jesus, Jesus. I'm like, man... So that's probably what you felt, man. Yeah. Poor guy. And, and yeah. he's not high. Why is he speaking like, <laughs> yeah. like he's high, you know? <laughs> and the thing is, that's what drew me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I knew the Catholic Jesus and, and I had that better. I didn't want to know about religion. But what drew me was I kept saying, yo, let's go grab a drink. Nah, bro, I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm good. Let's, let's smoke a blunt. Nah. And I'm like, how did you do that? Hmm. And he goes, Jesus. And I'm like. Because, bro, I was an addict, but I didn't want to be an addict. I was only doing my addictions and, and getting high to numb that pain, to hide that traumatic thing that happened in my life and and just hide from it. And it would numb the pain, but I needed the fix in the morning. And, uh, you know, to hear him say, I I don't do drugs anymore. I was like, all right, bro. So that, like, caught, that caught your attention yeah, because he it, like it attracted me. you because you wanted that? Yeah, and he was like me. For him... Because I tried quitting, bro. I mm. tried quitting cigarettes. I tried quitting the alcohol. I tried quitting everything. How man. old were you at that point? 31 years old. 31. Yeah. Wow. So for my entire life, man, it was just all drugs and addiction and just crazy, man. I was violence, crazy lifestyle, man. 
And to see that guy that was in the same predicament as me say no. Wow. He never said no, bro. <laughs> so, so I was cool, like, dude. okay, bro. And then, and you know, he gave me a choice. He said, look, come to a fellowship. What's a fellowship? Yeah, That's and, a new and, word. And, and I was that, like, what? That, what is that? That yeah. word triggers me yeah, so bro. much, bro. It. What is that? That, like, that is word triggers me so much because like, yeah. I remember like, like you know, like I would go to church and they're like, oh, you know, let's fellowship. And I'm like, what the like, heck is that? that? I'm like, what is that, bro? It's like, oh no, you know, we're fellowshipping. You know, we want, I'm like, oh, you mean hanging out? Like, yeah, that's what I'm like. Why, why can't that you was, just say that? That was his trigger word too. <laughs> like, yo, let's, let's just chill, bro. Let's talk about Jesus, <laughs> nah, bro. Like, and the thing is, the entire time I didn't even ask him. I was like, "All right," and he goes, "Yeah, man, we'll pray for you." And if God ain't real, you live your life, and I wish you the best. And I was like, "But I guarantee you, something's gonna happen." And I was mm. like, "Okay, all right." <laughs> and then the entire time, I'm like to my wife, "Like, yo, let's go to this fellowship." And she goes, <laughs> "She goes, what is that?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I guess it's church. So, bro, I get there and it's like we hanging out at a house. They cooking and stuff, like Spanish food. And I'm like, bro, why did they just say it's a hangout? Like, we, we just going to chill. Why did you say it was a party without music, bro? Like, For that's real, it. You know? so this is fellowship? I'm like, so, so what happens now, yeah. you know? But, um, you know, uh, you know, I went. And uh, the entire time I was uncomfortable because I'm, you know, they're listening to worship music. And I ain't gonna lie, that worship music was, but it was hitting. Mm. Like, I was like, dang, I like that song. That song is deep. <laughs> wow. I feel it. Wow. I feel it. And I'm like, okay. And then, you know, we're just sitting there eating. And I'm just like, yo, how long this is gonna take? Mm. You know, because, bro, he's just telling me about Jesus. And I'm telling him what I think is who Jesus is because I've, I did the Catholicism, and I was also trying to become a Hebrew Israelite. You know, those people that believe that only black people get to heaven. Oh, wow. And Spanish and stuff oh, like wow. that. Oh, yeah. wow. Dude, we got to talk about that yeah, at one yeah. point. Because, yeah. like, I, I, I've i seen some videos in the internet, but I yeah. don't really have a big understanding no, about bro, it, it's, though. It's yeah. a cult. It's yeah. crazy. Like, them dudes is literally, they literally wow. believe that black and Hispanics are going to enslave the white people and everybody else. And that they're damned to hell, but we're gonna be their slave owners. Wow, yeah, what? it's crazy, bro. All right, but we're gonna get to that. Yeah, so yeah, you, we you gotta, got, we you gotta, gotta get me to captivated that on point, that Bible dude. study. Yeah. I'm sorry, the fellowship, not Bible study, <laughs> yeah. the fellowship. So, so what happened? So the fellowship, man. I'm just like, yo, how long is it gonna take? I got cocaine on my mind, bro. I got plans, bro. And I want to get my little my little drink on and, and snort a little 25 bag and. I'm just like, yo, how long this? Or, yo, we're going to get to it. And I'm just like, yeah, but Jesus is this. Jesus is that. And he's like, nah, bro, like, Jesus isn't religion. He's a relationship and he wants your heart. And I was like, all right, how do I do that? <laughs> so How do I do that so yeah. I can go do my coke? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, how, I do, how do I know I'm going to change? I don't want to be a hypocrite. Hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to say I'm going to give my life to Christ tonight and then go back and do this stuff. How do I know I'm going to stop doing what I'm going to do? And the dude said, let's pray. Mm. And I said, all right. <laughs> so what do I do? Sit down and just repent right now. Oh, wow. Repent of your sins and ask God to come into your life today. Mm. When and he said repent, what did you think? Yeah, what did you understand at that moment? That? I was like, so what do I do? Forgive me, God. He's like, no, nah, brother, like. Repentance is to turn away a change of heart. What do you want to change your heart from? Ah. And so I was like, 
but mean, that's cool because he was like breaking it down yeah, for you was, so you yeah. could actually be aware of what you yeah, were doing yeah, though yeah. yeah so i was like you know i repent for this i repent for that i repent for this lord forgive me for this lord I repent. wow and i dude. just broke it down and then he's like all right now ask god to come into your life and remove everything that doesn't belong hmm. and at that moment bro <laughs> I saw demons. Wow. Were real. They oh, were real. Dude. They were real, bro. Tell me because about it. I seen a manifestation in my life that I never said. Like, I heard voices. You know what I mean? And I had something that kept me in bondage, which means like a prisoner. And, uh, bro, like, when he started praying, my left side went, like, I was paralyzed. Oh, and then I started dude. speaking like a different like language, hmm. like it was mumbling weird things. And then oh. I was like, "You can't have him. You can't have him. He belongs to me. I've been trying to kill him since birth." And oh, and I was, and he was like, "You come out of him right now in the name of Jesus." Wow. And I was like, ah, screaming, bro, laughing wow. like the Joker. And while it, and while that is happening, what are you saying in your head? In my head, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, and, and and then I'm like, help me, bro. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, this thing, <laughs> what is that? I was like, yo, what is that, bro? He's like, just shh, just shh. We go pray, bro. We go pray. He's like, come out of here in the name of Jesus. And I'm like, get out. And then, no, don't pray. Just let us pray. <laughs> get out. Yeah. I don't know who you are, but get out. Yeah, I was like, yeah. And, and then he, he's just laughing, bro, blaspheming. Oh, good. Like, I was saying curse words to God, like, oh, God, it's a P word. He, wow. can, he can't have him. He can't have him. And, and I'm like, Bro, I end up going like back on my back like this, and the police, because we were at a at a at a pool, because we left the house because there were kids there, and like yo, we can't do this in front of all these kids, so we're gonna take you to the pool outside of this house. We're gonna pray. So I'm screaming, making all types of crazy oh, noises. So the police come, and they see me laid out on the ground. They're like, yo, what's wrong with him? Y'all making a they lot of noise. They, they thought they noise punched complaint. you or something like that. Yeah, no, and no. They thought yeah. I was on drugs, bro. Yeah. They're like, what's wrong with him? Is he high or something? And I was like, demons. They're <laughs> real, bro. Yo, y'all are interrupting my freedom right now. <laughs> Can you imagine the cop, the cop yeah, like this? Bro, yo, he listen. Yo, demons. Bro, leave me alone. Get bro, us. he looked yeah. at me like, all right, y'all got to get up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're on, but and I'm like, nah, bro. Like, and then you, the, the dude goes, you see, this is spiritual. Mm. Like, he was dead serious. Yeah. Your friend? No, yeah. no, the guy that was praying for Minister, me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so he goes, this is spiritual. The enemy don't want you free. That's why the cops came to hinder this. We're going to go to a different area. Wow. So we drove to a different area. Wow, and then dude. Part, like, part three deliverance. Yeah, he goes, come on, right now. Wow. This is going to be. And bro, like. I literally felt something moving in my stomach mm. and I threw up. I threw up like a little ball of blood wow. and I felt something removed from my eyes, bro. I will never forget this day. I, f I was looking at the colors different. I was like, he's real. Like he's real, real. Mm. He's real, real. He's like, you're free. Wow. And I'm like, I feel it. Like my weight, I was a big guy at that time. Like, I lost a lot of weight. How and, big? How big like, were you? Like, I was close to 300 pounds. Yo, that's Like, I was a big, big guy, bro. bro and, yeah. and very, like, because of all the alcohol and, and you know. Yeah, you the, were swollen I, all the time yeah, like, was, from the, like, from like, the inflammation. I was, whoop. Yep. But, um, bro, I felt like light as a feather, bro. Like, wow. I could do jumping jacks for hours, bro. And I was like, I need to know how to, how to learn. I need to know more. Yeah. And he said, look, bro, read the Bible. 
It's the truth. No, but they said it's correct. Read the Bible. It's mm. the truth. It's going to say, it's going to give you the instructions on how to walk in it. So, and he's like, fast, pray. And I'm like, what's fasting? <laughs> and he goes, you know, you, 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 you retain from eating food. Some mm -hmm. people take water. Some people do Daniel fast, which is vegetables and, and fruits and nuts and stuff like that and oats. And I was like, mm -hmm. all right, well, I'm going to do three days, just water for a month, three days a week. And mm -hmm. they were like, yo, chill out. Yeah, bro. yeah, you chill came in out. hard. And, and I was like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. And yeah, I did it. Because you're feeling yeah. the change, so you want to jump in it. Yeah, and I did it, brother, like three days a week for a month. What mm. did what, what happened when you did that, though? <sighs> brother, I felt yeah. sensitive. Oh. Like, I started hearing, it, hearing his voice, mm. feeling his presence a lot. And a week after being saved, they invited me to a deliverance. Mm. And bro, they were praying. It was one of my boys. Mm. They were praying for him, and nothing, nothing was happening. And they was like, "Man, Alex, you try." For some reason, I feel led to ask you to lay him. I'm like, "Bro, I don't know what I'm doing." He's <laughs> like, "It's not you, bro. Just Amen. walk in faith." Mm. So I, bro, they laugh about this till this day because I put my <laughs> hands on him, and I was like, "All negative energy, you come out right now in the name of Jesus." <laughs> That's a yeah, and that's all I said. Wow. Like, but I screamed it in the top of my lungs. And, and you know, yeah. I, I learned that you don't need to scream. Correct, but, correct. But in faith, I was like, yeah. come on right now, negative energy right now. <laughs> he fell to the ground and wow. got set free. Amen. And they were like, <laughs> what just happened? That's funny. And man. I was like, I don't wow. know, bro. He's like, yo, he's free. Mm -hmm. And we threw away like all the idolatry he had, like Amen. all these statues and crystals. Wow. And he got set free. And I was just like, all right, I need to learn mm -hmm. about this. What's right, the name of the church? I need to know. Like, oh no, um, it wasn't a church at the time. Okay. So we're gonna get into. Well, he was a babe in the faith. Really? So it was. Wow. A, I, I got led astray. Okay. There was a lot of things that I learned that were in error. Got it. And he's actually a a, a big time, um, like a well known minister right now. He's he's got a big church. He's traveling the world. Wow. But he learned from his mistakes. From what I believe, I just keep my distance. Yes. And guard my heart because, yeah, you know I mean, how I know the word of God. You Amen. know what I mean? Before Amen. I was the babe, just yeah. being led. Now I I dig into the word, and if it doesn't align to what I've learned, Amen. I'm. I'm sorry, bro, but yeah. the word speaks for itself. But wait know? a second, wait, wait, wait. Because <clears throat> we we're talking, we're talking you coming into faith, but we're talking a lot of Christianese. And I love, I love what you said, dude. Like you know, like yo, <laughs> negative, negative energy, energy get out, because <laughs> that's your understanding. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But for example, a lot of people see what you describe, hey, somebody prays for you, you start speaking weird, you start doing weird things, and then you see videos or you see, you know, things on the internet and you go, nah, it's all fake, bro. Mm -hmm. that's, that's garbage. You just said, yeah. yo, I went through that stuff yeah, and real. it was yeah, for real. Was, now, yeah. when, when, you, when you're experiencing that thing, it's very different than when you see a video. Right. Mm -hmm. Because when you see the video, you have this third third persona perception of it but when you're in it as a first person and you're feeling the thing and you're it's a different thing brings yeah. it's a different ball game yeah. so when you were feeling all of that stuff like what were you saying in your head bro because like you're talking mm -hmm. and it's not you talking we we call it a demon yeah, yeah. but in the world it's like yo why is he talking weird like schizophrenia. that schizophrenia exactly yeah. yo he's crazy like a lunatic be yeah. Because because when you see somebody like like a 
like a homeless person in the street and you see him talking like, oh, yeah, oh, that's you don't understand. Yeah. And, you, and you're saying, yo, that guy's crazy, bro. Yeah. But sometimes when we, when we touch spiritually, we start expressing that weirdness Mm. And, and and that craziness, but nobody talks about that, bro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, bro, I, <clears throat> I knew what was going on. I was aware, but I wasn't like, I was trying to figure out like, what the heck is this thing speaking? Mm. <laughs> because it's like, it's in control Oh, because you didn't understand what he was saying? No, I understood. I was just like, why is this thing in control? Like, what is this thing speaking? This ain't me. <sighs> this ain't me, bro. It don't make no sense. And, and, and it all makes sense now because... Like you said, you see these people in the streets and they're like s screaming at themselves and yeah. having a conversation, like crazy conversations. And the thing is, you, me, well, I would have labeled that as a mental illness. You know what I mean? I would have said, damn, bro, that dude is lost his, he, he lost his mind. Like yeah. he ain't got the screws right. Yeah. And he, he, he on them drugs. Nah, they on them demons. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a whole demon. And I had a bunch of them. And I never knew that. And the thing is, I used to see these things as a kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as a kid growing up, you know, I'm 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 gonna get into the beginning of my testimony. Go for it. So I grew Be up before we yeah. get there, because <clears throat> what I see here is that you were filled with the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> yeah. God delivered you, but now He's showing you the truth. He yeah. showed you the truth of His Word. Because a lot of times. Um, and I hear this a lot. Well, my pastor said this, or my pastor says that. And, what about the word of God? Have, do you read it for yourself? Come no, on. I believe my pastor. On. Uh -huh. And one thing interesting about you that is rare nowadays mm. is that you started reading the word of God and you say, wait a minute, this is what the Holy Spirit that guides you to our truth. This is what he's showing me. But this is what this person that God used in my life for me to go through my deliverance and start my walk. Well, I can't continue to follow him because the word is showing me different. Mm. I like that. Yeah. You don't see that anymore, you know. If you go to the different churches, for example, I want to use Rey Jesus, for example. All the guys speak the same. Oh, apostle, I got to go see apostle. Or, nah, nah. or oh, it's... <laughs> you know, and, and if you go oh, to T.D. Jakes what, what is what they say that uh, I'm a... I'm a I'm a shield barrier, and they have all these like lingo stuff. Oh, yeah, this the lingo. Yep. And then you go to Calvary Chapel, hey, brother, and you know, and they speak the same. They all preach like Pastor Bob Coy, you know. Yeah. You know, and what I like about Alex, man, is that, bro, the Holy Spirit touched him, delivered him, but now, like uh, the Boreans, man, he went and read for himself and said, hmm. I don't think this is biblical. Well, it, it actually took a deep fall for me to do mm. that because I was one of those guys, bro. Like I was trying to walk like that dude. Of course. I was listening to that dude. And he would tell me, get in the word. You know what I mean? And the thing is, I didn't know the severity of getting into the word. I didn't know how serious it was. You know what I mean? Because I was just like, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm trapped by these miracles, bro. I was praying for people to be healed and seeing them be healed and going out to evangelize and traveling the, the United States. And I was just caught up by that, that I was like, man, the word ain't important until I fell. Hmm, you know wow. what I mean? Because I listened to him and he was a babe. So hmm. by listening to him, one day this man calls me after a year of my walk and he goes, yo, I got to repent, bro. Hmm. And I was like, but you do too. And he goes, I was like, <laughs> Got to repent for what, bro? Right. He's like, yo, you've been in fornication for a year, bro. Huh. And I repent for marrying you illegally. What? And I was like, I, I'm trying to understand, bro. Right. I, I like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. 
And like, bro, I've been walking a righteous walk, bro. Like, I've been on that yeah. narrow road. I love the Lord, bro. Don't tell me I'm in right. sin. He goes, nah, bro. Like, when I married you, I told you you had to go to the courthouse immediately. And I didn't know how serious it was, but I married you illegally, bro. I, was, I didn't have the authority to marry you. So for this entire year, you've been in fornication. So repent and wow. flee from it. And I was like, huh? <laughs> so like now I felt like my heart was removed from my chest, bro. Mm. Like I was like, he stepped on it and I, and I grew this bitterness towards him. And I went home, bro, and I was like, yo, to my wife, I was like, and, and you know, this added to her the hurt and the misery that yeah. the ministry caused in her life, which is why my wife right now is fighting in the world. You know what I mean? Like, she's not where I'm at. And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I know God is able, but what I'm saying is that I told her, I was like, yo, we in fornication. We got to get married. And she's like, I ain't getting married to you. We married. Mm. And I was like, no, but we got to go to the courthouse. She's like, nah, I'm good. So I'm like, well, we can't sleep together. I'm going to sleep in a separate bed. She ain't like that. Mm. So he would call me every day. Mm. Yo, have you fled from the fornication, bro? Mm. And I'm like, bro, I have I have three girls, bro. Like, I got kids with this woman. And I, where am I going to go? I mean, if you got to sleep in your car, sleep in your car, bro. Flee from fornication. It's one of those sins that you got to run from, bro. Mm. God says run from it. And I'm just like yeah. condemned, bro. Like, I felt like I was going to hell. Like, I was like, what do you mean, bro? Like. I'm going to hell. Mm. All right, let me let me put a pause right there. Mm -hmm. Serge, I want to yeah. ask you something in regards to that. Yeah. This is my perception of that. You know, if he came and he married you, it's not about really the paper, signing the paper or going to court. Because, you know, that's for the state. That's for the law. Mm. If he married you, you were presenting yourself in front of God, right? Yeah. But my question is, yeah. in terms of that situation and that's why i stopped because like a lot of people don't talk about this stuff bro the way right. you're presenting it and just stopping and really going deep into that topic is great yeah when the person is saying man i married you illegally that's in regards to the court and the law yeah right. but you know when you marry are you marrying you know are, are you You're consecrating yourself to God, right? Right. And if there's somebody that does that for you, you know, which is your pastor or whatever, you're right. doing that as, you know, in, in Catholic Church will be a sacra uh, sacrament or something like that. Um, I think that's what it's called. So you're doing that in front of God, right? Now, he's feeling like crap because he's saying, yo, I don't have the paper. Right. What's the validity of, of that situation? So remember, marriage is a covenant. So that's mm -hmm. why when a husband and a wife get together, they come and there's blood. Remember, there's blood. A pact is done with blood. Yeah. So when I, every person that I've married, I've always made sure they had their court paper right there in front of me. They'll get married. So I give to Caesar what is Caesar and I'll give to God what is God, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll sign the paperwork. So that's the way I would have done it. I would have told him, listen, bring the paper from the courthouse. I'll sign it, seal it, send it, and then I'll bless you guys. Amen. Yeah, so, that's that's what he yeah. made, you know he was about. But yeah, you know, like I was, I was, I was like, bro, I, I was like, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that that feeling of condemnation, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I probably dude. wouldn't have done it that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, and he was a babe, you know? right? Right. But um, yeah, you know he. You know, I was telling my wife like we got it, and then this is how the enemy, the devil, bro, like he he knows my weaknesses. So my wife is now being seductive, mind you. Before, we wouldn't even be that intimate. 
But now that we're not sleeping together, mm. seduction is coming. Like she's trying to get into me and she's trying to have sex. And I'm just like, yeah, you're trying to do the, bro, you're, you're trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And she's like, yo, like yeah. we're and, good. And, yeah. and bro, I fell. I fell again. And then he called right. me, yo, you fled. And I'm like, nah, I fell. Yeah. Bro, you gotta stop, bro. Like you're sinning against your own body, bro. And I'm but like, that dang. is that is so hard, bro. Because like when yeah. when your mentor is kind of like condemning you for right. what you're doing, it's just yeah. so hard. So yeah. I understand why you were saying, man, I had to separate because yeah. it's very confusing, though. Yeah. So I mean, like, bro, I I left the faith for three days. Wow, three days, three days. I was like, after I felt. Enough times into fornication, bro. I said, you know what? I'm a hypocrite, bro. I don't want to do this. Wow, no and I'm not going to repent. Wow. So for three days, I did not repent. And I just kept doing it. But, bro, I felt filthy, bro. Mm. I felt even more pain. I even started getting murderous thoughts, bro, like of killing my wife and kids. Wow. wow. Like I, I, I was like, yo, this is scary. But on the third day, bro, it's crazy, bro. Mm. I heard this voice in my work truck. I did not condemn you repent and take authority wow so bro i went home and i said we getting married hmm. we getting married or i'm done wow. i don't care if i gotta live in the streets we getting married and she said hmm. who are you no no listen there's no if ands and buts i'm giving you until the end of today to figure out whether we go into the court tomorrow to get this application and then get married because i'm not doing this i pick hmm. god Amen. and she saw like the seriousness in my eyes hmm. and she said Okay. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so we got married. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, I was still in that pain of picking myself up. Yeah. You know, I was trying to read the word, but it wasn't just clicking, bro. It wasn't, mm. I wasn't understanding it. I didn't have a church. Now I, I left that guy because I didn't want, you know what I mean? I'm like, nah, bro, I can't. I got to guard myself. Yeah. So, you know, one day a, a dude that got hurt by him as well, mm. he's, he's a younger kid. He goes, yo, you make music, bro. Come mm. through and let's record something. And he lives in Tampa. So I went to Tampa and his dad's like a teacher. He, he he knows the word of God very well. And he goes, you know, I feel led to tell you, bro, like I want to I want to disciple you and I want to hold you accountable and teach you the word of God. I want to teach you how to read and I want to teach you how to study. And I said, OK, let's do it. <laughs> and man, he taught me. He's like, when you read, you don't just read. You know what I mean? You read it slowly to ask yourself, what is that word saying? What is God saying? What is it saying about uh what if, what is it saying about man and how do you obey it? And I was like, okay. So now I started reading it, reading it, reading it. At that moment, how long you been you've been in the faith for? Uh so one year was an error, two years the right path. Okay. So three years I've been saved in total going on four in August. Okay. That's awesome, dude. Because yeah. he was he was dropping like Like yeah. real, like it took me years to understand what he was telling you right there, yeah. bro. Because like and, for and me, helps. like I would read the Bible, mm -hmm. and I would read it like like you read it, you know, you read it and you go like, oh, okay, I didn't understand anything, so whatever, yeah. you know. And then you read it again, and you're like, wait a second, what was that? Like what did he say? What is this talking about? And then you read it again, and then you mm -hmm. read it again, and then you read yeah. it again, and every time you read it, it you go something. deeper and mm -hmm. you get something else. But it takes a lot of practice, like yeah. a lot of trial and error in order for you to understand that when somebody tells you straight up how it is and then you start practicing it, you know, how 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 did it help you when 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 he oh, taught you that? Man, bro, when I tell you it helped me, 
now I see error, right? And mm. I see somebody trying to tell me something. <clears in> error. <throat> I say, no, 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 no. No. Wait, what is the word? Say? And the it. thing is, they call me a guy actually, when I went to Pennsylvania, um, he was like, You're a troublemaker. And I was like, how is that? He said, because you just don't agree with everything. Of course. And people call you religious because you don't agree with everything. Mm. And I'm like, bro, they could call me whatever they want to call me. I, I don't live by them. I live by the word. Amen. Because the word is the instruction. So, you know, I see something wrong. For example, that brother tried to call me um, a month or two ago. Okay. And he's like, yo, go to this church, this, that. You know, it's going to feed you. And and I was like, nah, I don't believe in that, though. Amen. I don't believe what they preach. Because the word of God don't say it. Amen. Oh, no, bro, you know, don't be religious. And I'm like, call me what you want, bro. Amen. I stand firm. I, I want to read a scripture to you, and it's from Galatians 6, one, And I'm going to read it from the Amplified. It says, brethren, if any person is overtaken in misconduct or sin or any sort, you who are spiritual, and then in quotation, who are responsible to and controlled by the spirit should set him right and restore and reinstate him without any sense of superiority. Uh, superiority. Uh, eso mismo. And with all gentleness, Amen. keeping an attentive eye on yourself, lest you should be tempted also. Mm. Man, it's mm. powerful. But yeah, um, just by the, the conversation we're having, um, and just because I know and I've been in Christianity for a long time, a lot of years, man. It's going to be 27 this year. Wow. I know who you're talking about is level. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank God I haven't. Okay. I, haven't. I know him. Everyone, everyone has had an issue with yeah, but he, level he, and some type, he's, type he, of I don't want to yeah. say his name out yeah, of respect. Yeah. Cause, yeah, yeah. But he's pretty big right now. It's like viral, viral. Okay. Like okay. he's he's yeah. got, he's going all over the world. Oh, and okay. the thing is, is that, it bring, you know, God is using him. Because God will use a donkey, bro. You but know what but I mean? dude, yeah. dude, like, let me just touch on that because we all make mistakes. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we don't know it all. Right. But the thing is, at, at the moment that we realize that we've done something wrong, you have to be man enough to say, hey, man, I did something wrong, bro. Yeah. Forgive me. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, repent. Pride change. won't allow you to do that, man. And, it you won't. know, because well, he, because because he, if he, he did, if he if did. what you yeah, said, he did? okay, yeah. like if, recently, he but did. you you meant theologically or, or no, make no, a mistake no. as in what happened with his in, marriage in whatever, bro. Because yeah. for example, yeah. if I'm his mentor right. and I know that I made a mistake, right, and I and I'm I'm bringing him with me, right. I have to tell him like, yo, man, I I made this mistake, bro. I'm leading you into into an error, probably. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I'm sorry, forgive me, dude, and yeah. and let me let me just make it up to you. How do we how do we find in the word what to do and whatever? But you have to be humble enough to 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 do that and of to course. say that, dude. Of and course. the and the point is, we've talked about it here in the podcast before. Positions of authority give a lot of people a lot of pride, dude. Mm, so, yeah. oh, you know, I'm your mentor. So if I made the mistake and I let you know, then you're not going to believe in me. So I better not tell you. And right. bro, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we 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 are not a finished product. No. Yeah. So if I make a mistake, it's okay. And that doesn't mean that that guy, right. you know, stayed the same way. Maybe God changed and then transformed him. And yeah. now today he doesn't make those mistakes. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I'm just, I'm just but, saying. But is there majors or minors? Like what... Theologically, I mean, you don't have to mention a name. Is it like majors or minors? He's major. He's major. Oh, so major things. Yeah, he is, oh, he, like, and the thing is, is like, okay, I know 
this kind of still going on because one of the kids that he's a young kid, he just turned 21. I saw him on a video and he was speaking about him and he's not in the faith anymore. Oh, wow. And a street preacher was out there preaching and he went up to him and he said, listen, I know this, you know, I, I have a question because my pastor and he was speaking about mm -hmm. the, him and another guy said, uh, because I drank, he bound me to that sin. He's like, I bind you to that sin. So I felt condemned. I don't want nothing to do with Christianity. Mm. So why did he say that? And the guy was like, look, I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak on his behalf because I don't know what happened. Mm -hmm. But what I'm going to say is that Jesus is calling you back and he loves you and he is merciful. And all Amen. you got to do is repent. You're not bound by any sin because Jesus can break that sin off your life. Yeah. All you got to do is repent. Yeah. And when I saw that, I asked him mm. and I said, hey, brother, I just want to ask you, man, like what happened to this brother? And he said, you know what I noticed? Mm. That when you stay away from the drama, mm. you have so much more peace. And only religious people like drama. Wow. And I was just like, because I'm asking about my brother, I'm religious. Right. See, the Bible says I am my brother's keeper. Yeah. You know what I mean? I care about his soul. Yeah. Because I don't want my brother to go to hell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. of a man that hurt him. Yeah. Like I was hurt. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And the thing is, is like, for you to tell me that, that just shows me where your heart is at. Because the thing yeah. is, how are you going to bring him back? And the Bible says, if you if you hurt, I know it means children, but it, I believe it also means a child in the faith. Faith, amen. So when it says, if you hurt one of my children, it's better that you tie a millstone around your neck yep. and jump into the sea. So yeah, like, yeah. bro, that's deep. Like, yeah. you don't want to hurt anybody, yeah. especially if you're in that authority. You know what happens to at least... Now that I, again, in all my years, man, you get a guy, for example, like me, I was wild. I come into um, Christianity and it's like, there's a bunch of rules. You can't wear those pants anymore. <laughs> you can't. Seriously. Yeah. Man, I would preach with shorts on and all these religious people will come and you're not of God. You're the enemy. And I'm like, look how many people are coming to the feet of Jesus. Well, like, well, like church would be like, oh, I have to wear a tie. Yeah. No, but I couldn't have that, a beard you know I mean? at the time if Dang. I wasn't clean cut. I mean, they were on me with all these rules and I couldn't wear a hat and shades. No, I have to look at your eyes. And I'm like, I'm not here for, to, for all of that. I'm here to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Do you not see the drug dealers getting saved yeah. you don't see these murderers getting saved but that's all you should worry about no 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 you'll you'll grow it's been 27 years i'm still the same person still you know preaching the same gospel with a beard yeah somebody but I, actually said the same thing to me man yeah they were like you're out there preaching in jordans you see you know how many people you could feed with those jordans uh -huh. and mind you the dude is he's not dressed in a suit and tie so i was like look bro I don't believe I got to be dressed in a suit and tie, but I, I guess you could look at yourself and say, this is acceptable before God. And he goes, I shop at a thrift store and I feed the homeless. I was like, well, I don't let my left hand know what my Amen. right hand is doing. Amen. And I'm going to tell you right now, God ain't looking at what I'm dressed in. He's looking at my heart and he's looking at the people uh, that I'm bringing to his kingdom. Do not, do not judge by mere appearance, but make a righteous judgment. And, it, and, it's, easy, and it's easy to say, Oh, you know, I do this, so you should do the same thing right. as me. But yeah. I don't know you, bro. Yeah, and yeah. you are you, and I yeah. am me. So mm -hmm. You know what it is? So this is the answer, man. 
stay in your lane. Yeah. And that's what I did for all these years. I'm sure a lot of people looked at me, oh, he's going to fall off. He's going to fall off if it's of God. Brother, it's been, if you're watching this, it's been 27 years. <laughs> I've still been serving the same Jesus, the Come same on. God yesterday, today, and forevermore. I but, may not dress like you. I may not talk like you. I may not act like you, but I'm staying in my lane, following my Jesus. Man. Go ahead, bro. You always got to talk over me, bro. The bro. thing, no, just the say, thing just is, say it, bro. Just say it. The thing is that church is weird, bro. I was telling, I was talking to, to a friend of mine, Pastor Peter, yeah. a couple of days ago, and I was telling him, like, like he's like 60-something, and he's been like 30 years in church and whatever. And I Wh said to him, wisdom. I said to him, like, bro, yeah. like, church is weird. <laughs> it's weird, dude. Yeah. And he was like, he was cracking up. He's like, why do you say that? And I'm like, because you come into this world of church, and it's all weird. Like, all these rules and all these things, and you have to do that. You have to say this. And I... And when you read the Bible, you don't see any of that stuff. Oh. It's all man-made. You see Jesus calling the Pharisees and the Sadducees oh, wow. out. That you see. That, yeah. That's that's what, yeah. you know, you he see was, that? Jesus was saying like, yo, you do this and then you you pretend and all yeah. this stuff. And he was calling them out. Yeah, dude. call them hypocrites, liars. Mm. Calling do them out. Do what they say, don't do what they do, you yeah. know. But, yeah. but once you get into that comfortable place of, oh, I'm in this club yeah. church thing, right. you start adapting all of those rules and regulations and Lingo, whoever is not part of it the talk then yeah. then yeah. get out you're, demonized. Yeah. you're demonized yeah, yeah. and my you're point in division Go my ahead. point is this the church nobody understands what the church really is the mm -hmm. church is us yeah like this is church right uh, now yeah we you know what I'm saying right now the, the hangout that you said that you went to the fellowship yeah. the fellowship this is it yo we were hanging out and we were cooking and oh let me pray for you. That is church. Yeah. yeah. But people here think that the church is the building with the screens right. and then the worship has to be this band with bro. It's so weird. So the ultimate church is, uh, first of all, understanding that there is fivefold ministries. There's some that don't believe it, and it's okay. There's apostles, prophet, pastor, teacher, yeah. evangelist. Those are offices. Those are not gifts. Mm -hmm. Those are offices. Now, if you understand the offices, number two, don't forsake the fellowship of the brethren. Right here, what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Number three, understanding your gifts, why your gifts are important. Because your gifts are not for you. Your gifts are designed for him. And, for that's, me. and that's how I'm going to be used that's by God. That's oh. it. Yeah. You stay in your lane. You stay in your character. Not everyone's a, a, an apostle. Not yeah. everyone's a prophet. Not yeah. everyone's a teacher. But now if you see someone walking in, in those offices, they're like, well, you're not doing what you're supposed to do because you're not walking like me. I'm not yeah. called to walk like you. I'm not called to speak like you. Yeah. I am designed perfectly in the design that God has made me to move in my calling. Mm -hmm. Not to, man, you guys are getting me hot, bro. And, 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 and you know and, what's and, crazy? And, yeah. <laughs> you said something. It's a five-fold ministry. This is a hand with five fingers. You know what I mean? Each one works together. I can make a fist with these five fingers. But if I go and say, I'm, I don't need to be a part of that, I'm cutting my thumb off, throwing it over there and saying, I'm going to live. No, that thing's going to decay. Yeah. And, um, you know, I agree. That's why I believe I can't be in a church, man. I've tried it. Yeah. I, I've tried it, bro. And I feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Especially when they say, you know, you need to dress in a suit. At least show some respect. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, what? Yeah. But that's why God has been packing my house mm. like some hispanics yeah into because my, my house is probably the living room is as big as this but it's like 10 13 people man we just Amen. all look the same and we just break bread man Amen. we would get in the word and we talk about it Amen. that's that's what i was telling my friend that i come from street ministry you know i met sergio 
came from street ministry. I encountered God. Sergio was taken away from the ministry, and then we all scattered. And what God asked me was, hey, are you following Sergio or are you following Ooh, me? Dang, yeah. And I was like, I'm following you. Come on. So what's the deal? I went to a church, mega church, felt weird coming from, from street ministry, but I learned how to study the Bible in that church. Bro. Mm. They were solid on the word and they were they would do Bible studies. So I learned how to study the Bible on my own. Then later on, Sergio came back like two years later. They gave us a church. We were not street ministry building, anymore. Yeah. Nice. They gave us a building. But we would run the building as street ministry because that's all we knew. Yeah. We were not into, oh, memberships and, yeah. you know, hey, the, the Catholic people and this and that. They'll walk in and, what, what is this? <laughs> and it's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and they get scared, bro. Yeah, they got you, scared. my mom? Yeah. Bro, yeah. she is terrified, bro. <laughs> like, I'll be like, mom, can I pray for you? No. <laughs> no. I've had that happen. My body starts to shake. And then, no, that's brujeria. And I'm like, nah, man, that's the Holy Spirit. You need to Still, yeah. Yeah. Amen, so, amen. so check. I, we come back. We have the the church, and then after that church, Sergio had to leave again. And then we went to another church. And then that church, that's what we did. We hung out. We cooked. We ate. Yeah. And we used to see each other three times a week. Bro. Simplicity. And, and, heart, and it wasn't. And it wasn't like service yeah. and Bible study. It was no. like, yo, let's hang out. Yeah. And we would see each other three, four times a week. I'm telling you that I would I would spend there like the whole night talking about the Bible with my friends and this and that. Four o'clock in the morning and I had to go to work at eight o'clock, bro. Yeah. Hanging out on a Thursday, talking about the Bible and living life with them. And I grew so much. So that was my experience with church. That was that was church for me. I grew with that. You know, because I was I was living life with other believers mm -hmm. and we were getting together to grow together. And then when I had to go to another church, it's this, oh man, these rules and these regulations, this weird. So the church from the Bible is very different than the church that we here in, in the U.S. are accustomed to. Mm -hmm. And for me, they're both clashing with each mm -hmm. other mm -hmm. and that's my discomfort when i try to go mm -hmm. to a church mm -hmm. but my desire is to have a church where i have people that i can live life with grow and yeah. maybe be part of that fivefold ministry yeah. and be and be active yeah, you know what i mean that's that's yeah. really the desire of my heart you yeah. know what's crazy my desire the church that i keep feeling and seeing is taking it to the streets yeah like literally bringing the church to the hood and just having an old service out there. You know what I mean? Well, the purpose of the church mm -hmm. is to equip people to go out there yeah. and do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. but by church, what I mean is the group of people mm. that get together. Nice. Like what you were yeah. saying. Hey, we get in my living room. We eat. We read. We pray. And God manifests himself. Yeah, and yeah. then when he says, yo, go to the streets and that, you follow yeah, yeah, yeah. and like you follow yeah. the Holy Spirit. Like you know what I'm saying? We are the church. Where the, the church in the Bible is to call that assembly, those that are going to be raptured up. So what I want to do now is I kind of want to switch the station up a little bit. And I want to talk about um, when you said you were in bondage. So I want to talk about your past um, if we dig in and, and we interrupt you, just say, wait, wait, let me finish. Because I really want you to be clear on your life, Amen. what you went through, the, the, the struggle. 
No filters. Don't worry about yeah. YouTube. Don't worry about anything. No filters. Just speak, man. Because there's people that are listening to you or, or probably watching right now and maybe going through what you're going through right now. And so I just yes, want I mean. you to be, um, we, we, we may kind of veer you and ask you questions so you can get a little more details, but really dig in and we want to hear your life story, man. I got you. So I, I, I was raised Catholic. You know what I mean? Um, I even believe Santeria was in the mix of it because when I was a baby, my mom gave me this bracelet with a black fist and it was red. And she said it was for protection against evil spirits. You already know now, as a as a man of God, you kind of see what that is. You know what I mean? We don't get no protection from a bracelet. We get it from the <laughs> most high God. You know? But, That's awesome. Um, you know, I grew up deep into the Catholicism up until the age of eight or nine years old. I was I did my confirmation, my communion. I, I was an altar server. And things didn't sit right with the whole confession with, with the priest. And then I would see the head altar server, which was an adult doing kind of like touchy stuff with kids. And, and then me being a kid seeing this, I just was like, bro, this is weird, dude. Wait, touchy stuff. No, you... Like it was a little bit too, uh, too touchy. Like, you know what I mean? Little okay. girls, little boys, he'd be like, you know, uh, okay. hey, let me dress you. Let me help you out there. And, and I'm like, don't touch me. Hmm. My mama told me, like... Don't touch me. I got me. It's all good. But, um, you know, I, I, I told my mom I don't want to go back. Hmm. This is weird. Wow, that's you know how I mean? bad you felt? And and not only that, but I just feel like I was going to hell already because hmm. I already sinned. And that's how it, they kind of condemn you in a way. So it's like, um, I'm going to just live my life of sin. And, and it's, it didn't help that my parents were already living that lifestyle, you know, watching rated R movies in front of me. And growing up, that actually implanted some things in my heart man because like you know i would see sexual scenes on the tv when you were a kid yeah and my mom would have like kids over because she would babysit them okay and i would like get on top of the girls and dry hump them i would get on top of the boys and dry hump them because you saw that on the tv and And stuff and i found fulfillment like i was getting you know i mean aroused yeah and then one day i even asked my brother to give me oral sex and i tried to force him to do it Oh, wow. wow. And, you know, that damaged him, but, you know. He was, how old were you? Uh, we're two, two years apart. I was about 10, I believe. He was about, like, eight or seven. Okay, so he was younger than you. Yeah, and uh, he, you know, I, I did a lot of crazy stuff when it came down to that. But I, let me ask you, yeah. like, did you see those kind of things on the TV yeah, and stuff? Yeah. Oh, so oh, you was wow. looking at porn then? Well, I, I mean, it was like rated R movies. Yeah, like oh, soft, sexual soft porn type, type of stuff. Where they're like making out and then you'll just okay. see like the, the them going up and down. And, ah, okay, you know, okay, okay. Me, and I'm like, okay, what is that? Ah. And let me do it too, you know? So it started, it started sparking your curiosity yeah. and stuff. And, yeah. it, and then one day I was walking, I was walking the block and I found this box. It's crazy, bro. It's like the devil knew what he was doing with me because I found this box of stuff. And inside that box, I found a G, uh, VHS cassette, hmm. and uh, I popped it in the VH in the VHS player, and it was porn. Jeez. And I got my taste. I was like 11 years old. I got my taste of the, the real stuff, and I was like, "Ooh, I like that." So now I'm like addicted, bro. I'm trying to find porn to the point where, even by going on Cinemax, and it's fuzzy. At was, a certain time, I was gonna talk about it because, like, I remember Cinemax and HBO yeah, after twelve o'clock. It was like soft porn. It, it, it and was stuff. like, but yeah. the thing is, I could barely see. Mm. It, I'd be lucky to even see a nipple, right? Right. You know, right, and, right. and and I'd be like, oh, I see it. Okay, oh, that yes. was enough. Yeah. yeah, and then and then and then I would enjoy it, and then 
it came to the point where now I'm ordering off of the the cable system. Uh, oh, the movies and stuff. Yeah, and, and my mom be like, "Yo, why is the bill so high?" And she would never understand it until like a year and a half. Mm. She goes, "What is all this nonsense? Mm. Who's ordering pornography?" And she thought it was my dad, bro. And she's like, "Luis, Luis, está buscando, está viendo pornografía, sucio." And I'm like. And he's like, nah, it's it not me. What you talking about? Where, uh, you from? Where are you from? I'm Puerto Rican. And, getting, and your dad? He, they're all Puerto Rican. Oh, all Puerto Rican. So you're, getting, you're getting your dad in trouble. <laughs> yeah, bro. No clue. Oh, for and, <laughs> and bro, like, I was just addicted, bro. And at the age of 13, um, you know, by that time, I was not attracted to boys anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I found it, like, I got, like, homophobic after that. Like, I was like, nah, bro, I like women. You know what I mean? I love women and, and this and that. And I would even like feel very aggressive towards gays because of that experience that I had. And then I would even start to abuse my brother, like physically and verbally calling him um, names and stuff because I did that to him. You know what I mean? I tried mm -hmm. to do that yeah. to him. So now I have like this anger towards him mm -hmm. and he he's just suffering, taking it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's and, so crazy, bro, that... that that all of those feelings and all of those things developed, you know, because yeah. like you're doing that to him and then you start hating him for what you did. And is yeah. this all perversion, yeah. you know, thing going on yeah. though? Yeah. And it, wow. it was crazy because low key, I was still watching um transgender porn and stuff like that. And it was crazy, bro. Like, I, di I didn't even know. Is that new? That's always been around transgender? I, I, transgender porn yeah. is like a half woman, half uh, fake woman, man. Thing. We didn't grow up. I mean, it, it I, used to be called... um. Uh, I don't even remember, bro. To yeah, be it, it used to be called something different than transgender. It was like um, I didn't even know that existed, man. Like, like is she? No, like, no. Like yeah, kid? well, that that was the category, but yeah. it's a yeah. word. It's a word that means that you know a guy was born like you know with both uh, with both sex uh, hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite, yeah, oh, like man. hermaphrodite uh, sex oh. and stuff like that. That's what it okay. used to be, though. Well, yeah, yeah I never heard of none of yeah. that. But yeah, nah, but so, nah, I was I was into porn yeah. crazy, like too. But... Even animals, bro. Like it was crazy, bro. Like, yeah, dude. But that's how it, it grows. Yeah, yeah. People don't understand that these things grow. I mean, we yep. think it's an addiction, but it grows, bro. Like yeah. it turns into some crazy stuff. That's yep. why some of these people like they become pedophiles and they even have sex with animals, bro. Yep. I almost got there. Like I, we no filter. I put peanut butter on my private area and had my dog lick it off. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. crazy, bro. But Well, my stepfather used to talk about that in Cuba. And he would tell me how he'll sleep and he'll t tell me how to sleep with a chicken. Yeah, and that's you gotta, wild. You know, anyway, so well, get detailed. Like, like, Hold on, let like, me finish. And then he'll talk about how it was normal to sleep with... Um, uh, sheep. A sheep, yeah, and you know because they couldn't be with the women, and and this is how you do it. So I'm a kid, and he's showing me how to sleep with animals. Dang. So I looked at my dog and was like, hmm. So I, I see where you're coming yeah. from. My yeah, da my dad is from a region in Colombia that is the coast, and then it's it's custom, you know, that people do stuff with animals. Too. Oh wow! And it's I thought and it, it was just Cuba. No, bro. It's and it's looked like 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 oh. When, I mean, when I was a kid, it was looked like, oh yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I'm like, that's kind of weird. That's like freaking, like, <laughs> that's like weird. freakish, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, like, yeah, oh, on, yeah. bro, like, yeah, it's crazy. So, so like it's they they would they used to say like, oh, you know, like you can do it with a donkey, like with a female donkey. Okay, mm. and I would be like, 
Yo, but what if he kicks you? What if he kicks you in the in the in the balls oh, and stuff? Like yeah, yeah. yo, like yeah. yeah my stepfather said that a pig pushed him and almost you know against the gate and Dang, almost killed that him. That did a pig, yeah, bro. bro as a bro, kid, bro, bro, I'm eight years old <laughs> listening to these stories. It was, it was like crazy <laughs> stuff. And then my dad, my dad was telling me those stories as. Yo, that's what I lived when I was a kid, yeah. you know, but it's all this ignorance, you yeah. know, that, yeah. that is yeah. developed as a cultural type of thing, though. Right. Yeah. So, you know, getting back to uh, bestiality, you, you know, the pornography actually yeah. started growing. But at 13, man, it was like a whole nother ball game, bro. Like I started seeing things mm. at night. Like it was like a whole door was open or something. I don't know, bro. It was like a spiritual thing. But I, my parents thought it was a mental illness because, bro, they stay here at every night, wow. screaming. Wow. Even me being possessed in my sleep, not even under, not oh, even but knowing. You're, but you're sleeping. No, sometimes I'd be sleeping, okay. but I'd be, I'd be possessed to like, oh, like to them, I'm awake, but I wasn't awake. Like oh, I, wow. I was not aware of any of that. I wouldn't even remember it. So you're yelling and screaming. You have no well, idea. Well, that I then... would remember. So okay, it started off with me seeing a a tall, slinky figure. At my door with a top hat. It was a shadow, tall, black, with a top hat. And it would sit there and I would look at it with such a fear that I would be paralyzed. Mm. And, you know, I'd be like, <gasps> and I'd be like freaking out, bro. And throughout the years, bro, well, this is until that, until I got saved. Wow. Like I seen that I was being tortured and tormented by this figure. So from 13 to like 30? 31. Yes. Yo. But it was different things. Like it wasn't yeah. always him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, it, it grows into different things. Years yeah. would pass by and he now now he's hovering over me, choking me. Jeez. And I'd be paralyzed and scream. Like I couldn't scream. I couldn't do nothing. And at 15, bro, like my grandma died. And I got this like severe depression, bro, that I just didn't want to live. You know what I mean? And and I was just like, bro. I need something, bro. And my cousin goes, you want, the, you want the pain to go away? And I was like, yeah. He goes, smoke this blunt. And I was like, nah, bro. My parents told me not to. Like, that's the first time That's the first time that you... Yeah. Wow. I was like, God, you know, I don't know, man. You know, my parents told me that just say no to drinks. I mess up my life. Nah, bro. I'm, I'm a senior, bro. Like, I'm good. And I'm like, it's going to take the pain away? Hmm. And he goes, yeah. So I smoked, started coughing up, almost vomited. And I liked that feeling. And it put me to sleep. So now I'm like, okay, I don't need to see these demons when I smoke this. Teesh. You wow. know what I mean? I'm hungry as heck. And I love to eat now. But, I, I, bro, I was a twig. No matter how much I ate, I smoked, I smoked, I smoked, and ate, ate, ate. But I was still 150 pounds wet. And um, I was not seeing the demons as much. Cause I would go to sleep, knock out, wake up, and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, that was good sleep." Um, but at the age of twenty, I had a child, and my baby's mother told me I had a choice to make. Now I'm gonna rewind because I didn't get to the addiction part of this. I became really addicted to marijuana. Like I'm talking about smoking pounds of it. Like it, it, I, I, we would have parties where we'd take ounces throw it and just roll up roll up roll up roll up roll up and smoke 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 till we can't smoke no more and um i let, became so addicted. let me ask you about that when you 
Is there some kind of like overdose in that? No, nah. I don't think so. Nah. No, not weed. No? No. Nah. Actually, you just won't get high then. Right. Man. You'd be so, oh, so high you that numb, you even... you're numb. At yeah, one like, point, you get numb and yeah. that's it? Like you would just, and, and your mouth would be dry as, as the desert. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, you know, I became so addicted to it that I didn't have money hmm. to buy it. And so I started selling my parents jewelry. And could take it to the pawn shop. I started doing home invasions. Like I would make friends with people and get to know their hours. You know what I mean? I would learn their schedule when they're not gonna be home. And I'd be like, hey, can you give me a water? And I'll poop open their window. And the next day, after learning their schedule, I'd get through their screen door, take their stuff, sell it, and buy weed with it. Wow. Then after I couldn't do that no more, I started robbing drug dealers. Now I'm like, bro, how do I, how can I get, how can I feed my addiction? So I, I robbed a drug dealer, flipped their stuff and smoked for free. Hmm. And then um, now we're going to get to the part where I met my baby's mother. I, you know, she didn't like that. I was consumed by that marijuana, bro. Hmm. I loved it. Where did you guys meet? Uh, my job. I was working okay. at Charhood at the time. Okay. And, um, you know, she gave me an ultimatum, bro. She said, we're about to have a kid. You need to change your life. Mm. You're not going to be selling drugs and smoking it right. <laughs> while she's born. You know what I mean? And so I really, you know, I was scared to have a child, bro. And 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 I was really trying to change. But a depression hit me. The addiction is too far you know, in, I stopped. Bro. I stopped. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but I replaced it with alcohol. Of okay. course. Yeah, so now I'm drinking every day. I'm drinking an old English, two old Englishes and a steel reserve. And I'm feeling that tipsiness, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yes. I'm gaining weight now. But I'm going to the club because I got addicted to the drink and I want to go buy some drinks. I'm going to the club. She's pregnant at home by herself. And I'm having sex with women, like, left and right, bro. It was easy. Like, I meet them at the club. Hey, let's go to the parking lot. Unprotected sex. You know what I mean? And I was having a lot of sex with a lot of different women unprotected and one day she went in for a checkup and she goes i got chlamydia i don't know how i got it and i was like i me being as wicked as i was bro i was like you cheated on me huh wow you dirty bro how oh, you? Wow. now i probably got chlamydia wow and she but i knew deep down it was me bro you like flipped it. Yeah. yeah and then she's like maybe it was my ex i'm sorry oh, and i was wow. like maybe it was that's <laughs> disgusting of you so i took wow. this pill bro it cleaned me out. I, you know what I mean? It Isn't cleaned. it a couple of pills? Yeah, I had to take it for I, like I a week. I got it too, and I spread it around. Yeah, yeah. I had to take it for like yeah. a week. It was called uh, moxicillin or something yep, like yep, that. Yep. And Th oh, didn't wow. they give you a shot first? I remember. No, they just gave me. To me, it was a shot, and then they gave me uh, yeah, moxicillin. Yeah, no, they just And gave I kept me getting that. it and catching it. And <laughs> yeah, that was like my best yeah. friend, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I, I always had like unprotected sex. Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bro, it yeah. was so crazy. Like, yeah. they would be like, oh, we need to have a protect. We need to have protected sex and i would be like i put it on pop it and put it right right in they yeah. like, you know they wouldn't even know yeah and um you know i she left me wow she left me with this for this guy who she's still with today hmm. and um you know that broke me in a way because i'm like man i can't even be a part of my daughter's life bro how stupid am i hmm. how could i do that she yeah. found somebody else and you know whatever I, i'm oh. bro the depression hit me even harder hmm. i want more than alcohol so I got introduced to Molly. Mm. Bro. What's Molly. That? A pure MDMA. It's like a MDMA in a capsule. 
What is MDMA? Yeah, like it's the, it's like the, I'm not, uh, we don't use. So I've never been into drugs at all, so I'm me just either. getting an education so on it. Right? MDMA is the active ingredient in ecstasy. Okay, but it's pure. Okay, it's not cut like ecstasy is. Ecstasy is cut with different things. So it's, it's ecstasy is uh, is put together, you know, with that with yeah. that. Um, element yeah but when you get the element by itself it's a lot yeah it's, a lot it's like a crystal okay so you put it in the capsule and it it gives you like this whole different experience of happiness okay like you everything feels good you're outgoing you're happy mm. you have no worries in the world but it also eats up your brain it put holes in your brain oh wow so I started taking that deep man like I would take two or three bro I'd go in the club and I'd be the life of the party I forgot about life and then and then Do you crash afterwards? Oh yeah, bad, bro. Mm. The next day you're, you're you're dealing now you because it's giving you a, a part of the brain is making you happy because you're overusing that part of the brain. The next day you have this severe depression. Mm. Yeah, because like if it goes one way, yeah. then the body's gonna recover. So I would wake up yeah. suicidal, bro, wow. depressed, like trash, and I'd feel so hungover and disgusted. Wow, dry mouth. Feel, I felt like death, bro. Like I literally right. felt like death. And I mean, and, I want to mention the spiritual realm because in the beginning he spoke about possession, being yeah. possessed and that spirit that was speaking. And now, you know, he's like, well, I, I hear it, but I know it's not me. What is this? But now I can see the doors just by a little bit that you're telling me um, the strongholds that that had you. Mm. So if you kind of look back, the first stronghold you were dealing with was the spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. That's the one that was hovering or yeah. staying. So that opens the door to the spirit of bondage. Mm -hmm. Bondage is drugs and alcohol. So I'm starting to see now how at, at such a young age, you open the door through fear. And I always say, again, this is not biblical what I'm saying, but I believe that the first strong man that comes And either possess if you're a non-believer or oppress if you're a believer is that spirit of fear. So that spirit of fear opens the door, man, to, now watch this. So the spirit of fear, it opened the door to the spirit of bondage, right? Mm -hmm. So now he's bound to alcohol, bound to drugs. And now that spirit of bondage opens up the door to the whoring spirit, a perverse spirit. But it's also through fear, you can open up the door through the perverse spirit. So what I'm trying to say is that one strong man just opens the door. So yep. I see the, the first strong man you were dealing with was the spirit of fear. And then we see the perverse spirit. And now we see the spirit of bondage. Mm. Yeah, so, which is the addiction and all yeah. that stuff. So, yeah. you know, um, what was I? So you were talking about when uh, you, you were doing the ecstasy oh, yeah. thing. So, yeah. so you were crashing from like being yeah. super happy yeah. and then to being like so suicidal like, and yeah. stuff. So like at that, you know, I went through different stages. I went mm. from the porn stage. Yeah. Then I went to the drug stage where at that stage I was trying to be a gangster, bro. I was like trying to be a Latin king. But for thank God I was not able to join. Good. I was just hanging with them and stuff like that and getting into fights and stuff. But I didn't. By the grace of God, I was never able to join them. And then I went to the drugs. Now, these are like three different personas, three different people that I started to be. It's like I was being a false identity. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the ecstasy stage was like this rave guy. Mm -hmm. Like I was like this dude that liked going to the club and hearing that, tss, 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 you know, that music. You do like electronic and, music mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah, because like yeah. the ecstasy was that type yeah. of music. Yeah. And then yeah. what I heard 
was that you know when you were in ecstasy and if people touched you or whatever it, it felt like awesome yeah, yeah. So. yeah. there's a whole nother level and um the lights the music oh, it was just bro. everything and the whole point of the music yeah. was to do the drugs yeah right and the, like, and the thing yeah. is that thing was killing my sex drive as well though oh wow because like there would come times where i would get try to have sex with a woman and it i would not work wow whatsoever hmm. and it'd be like very embarrassing and, and and i'll be like dang so now i'm being rejected Mm. I felt rejection coming in. Now I'm trying to fit in. Mm. And, um, you know, I started doing it even heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier, bro. And one day I went to Club Space. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah. What oh, yeah. I worked there. I used to be a dancer. Oh, and really? I, I, I had to, uh, like, you know, like sometimes they put like dancers in the, yeah. in the speakers. Yeah. That was what <laughs> that was, bro, bro. That was how, bro. That was one of my jobs because, like, like I had to make money, bro. Right. And I, I, I just started dancing. And I remember, like, I took. Like they, they they used to tell you like oh you have to have three outfits and you come out like three times you know at night you would do a a set for like twenty minutes or half an hour and I remember I came out with a cape and I was gonna do all this stuff <laughs> and I was doing all these dancing stuff and everybody's like nah whatever like, <laughs> nobody's paying attention to me at all bro yeah. and I, and I'm like doing like you know like professional dance classes right. and I'm yeah. dancing like a professional and everybody's just like everybody's doing drugs bro so I went um, there and I, ha I buy my I, I, I buy my stuff from a dealer that I know hmm. and I have my little two things on my little pocket and I got to the bouncer and he said you could go without it or you could leave without it either way you're not gonna get it hmm. so he took my pills And he let me in, but he gave me a choice. He's like, you can leave without it or you could go in without it. You're not going to go. Either way, you're not going to stay with it. So he let me in and I'm like, dang, bro, I'm in this club listening to this music and I don't, I can't, I don't, get, bro, my I can't, I, I, I don't get my I, fix. I can't have fun without it. Yep. Bro. So I'm yeah. like, dang, bro. And I ain't even got money to get alcohol because the drinks are expensive as heck. So I need my, my, my pills. Yeah. So this girl comes up to me and she puts it on her lips and she goes, first one's on me, this next one's on you. Hmm. And we start making out. And then she, I buy the other one, but for the price of two. Oh, but you don't know, I don't know where her. it comes from. No. I know where you're going uh, with this already. Oh, so it's not pure and it's I not like what it know. is. He doesn't know. It yes. looked like it, Ooh. but it, I don't know. Wow. Ah, so bro, I took it. And the reaction that you think I would have got wasn't the reaction I got, bro. Jeez. I started feeling extremely weird. Mm -hmm. I sat down the entire night and time, it slowed down, but I thought it was like, let's say I, I thought I sat down for 10 minutes. And it was three hours? And them dudes came up to me and said, yo, the sun's coming up. We got to go. And I said, yo. Wow. And I was stuck, bro. I was like, like this the entire time. I was like, and then I get into the car. And them one of the dudes next to me goes, what's wrong with you? Yo, Alex, bro, what's wrong with you, bro? Like, your skin is turning fish scale blue. Oh, <gasps> And I looked at my skin, and bro. I was like... <gasps> Let's go to the and hospital, they're like, smoke bro. a blunt, bro. Smoke a blunt. <laughs> 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 it's hey, pressure. Yeah. Hey, you're turning blue, bro. <laughs> yo, smoke yo, and the thing is, they're tripping <laughs> on acid, bro. Oh, so they don't know no, any better. So dude. like, yo, smoke a blunt. It's going to help. It's going to calm you. <laughs> so I smoke a blunt, and bro, it made it worse. Well, I started of panicking. Of course. I was like, oh, I can't breathe, bro. Uh, I forgot how to breathe, bro. Uh, Take me to the hospital. And they're like, oh, nah. Huh. And I'm like, What you mean? No, bro. Take me to the hospital. I think I'm dying. He goes, nah. And I'm like, why? 
just throw me there. And they're like, no, bro, the police will arrest us. <sighs> We're high, bro. Like, what are we going to do? Wow. And I'm like, please, bro, begging, bro. Please, bro, take me to the hospital, bro. That's so crazy, They wouldn't take bro. me, bro. And then they wow. made me sit in the car till we all sobered up. Oh, But wow. they sobered up. My brain yeah. Yeah. was dehydrating. Like, I was getting holes in my brain, bro, wow. because I had no water. Yeah, because when you dehydrate, yeah, like, bro. when you do the, the ecstasy, everybody had, like, a little bottle of water yeah. all the time. Yeah. And if you dehydrate, the first thing that dehydrates is your brain, dude. Yeah, bro. I was motionless in his car oh, like this. man. Like dry mouth like crazy, bro. And so I went to my house. They finally took me home, bro. And I started vomiting mm. to the point that it turned into stomach acid. Mm. Then it turned into blood. Oh, and my dad started dude. freaking out. And he's like, oh, we got to. Here, try to eat. And I would try to eat, but <sighs> oh, threw it up. Yeah. So he took me to the hospital. They said that my heart rate was like. So crazy that they don't even know how I even high made up? to the hospital. Wow. Like it was yeah, super it was high up. Stupid, like cardiac arrest. Oh, hours. dude! So you were going to yeah. You were having and they're like, oh, we gotta bring him in fast. Come on, his vitals are crazy. And so they put something. I go to sleep, and they told me I overdose on speed. Oh, that's it was with one pill. No, two. Yeah, it's two. She gave me one for free, and I bought the other one. Yeah, yeah. Two for the price of one, right? Two, but in, in reality, yeah. I paid for two because yeah. the price she gave me for one was What's like what I could have bought for two. Overdose, bro, with two pills. That's but crazy, whatever was dude. in there, bro, was too much speed, and wow. I was I never done speed. So the reaction my body did to the to the drug wasn't. It, it was wasn't contrary good, to yeah. To, so, bro, wow. I like I woke up. I saw my daughter at the end of the bed. She was like three years old at the time. Oh my! And God, she was like dude. scared, bro. She was like. What's wrong with my dad? And that broke my heart, bro. Yeah. So I stopped doing Molly. But I still was drinking. I still was going to the club. But I got introduced to cocaine. And the cocaine, I loved it. A rich man drug. Bro, I what, loved what it. Was, what was the difference between... What was the difference in the feeling when you were doing ecstasy and then the cocaine? What, because you say, I love it. Explain to me what so, that means, though. The difference was I felt unstoppable, and I was aware of everything. Okay. I, like, I could drink as much as I want, won't get even drunk, and it tastes so good. And then you smoke a cigarette, and it's just like all of those things go together when you do coke. And the uh, difference was you still, I mean, you still wake up like crap and suicidal and depressed. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the, the, the outcome of a drug is always going to be the same, bro. It's like you, you feel like trash. You feel like death. And, um, you know, the cocaine, though, it was more addictive than the molly. Like, I started off with a 20 bag, and that would get me, whew. but then I want more. Then I want another bag. Because the high is what, like 15 minutes? I don't know. I'm asking. Mm, how how well, long is the high for cocaine? Like no, with coke, is for hours. Let, yeah. him, let him answer. Yeah. How long is the high? It when depends you? on the amount. So, so like, like a 20 bag, I think. A sniff. Like, you sniff it oh, once. Like No, it, it It's, so every 10 minutes, I would get a bump. You, you see what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. what I mean. It lasts 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, every 10 minutes, I would... For a bump. Yeah. And then I'd be like, I want more. And then, to, like, it'll be to the point where I would start at 11 and end at 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah, I know, because my friends used to do that, though. And man. it was like a reset, though. Drink, drink, drink. Once you're yeah. about to get drunk, zoop, it's a reset. Yeah. They start over. Drink, yeah. drink, drink all yeah. night. Yeah. I'm like... I remember, I remember my friends yeah. would be like... 
Yeah. And I'm like, yo, why are you playing piano, bro? Like, what's going on? I had no idea because I never did drugs. So they're all like, like, (laughs) nah, thank God I was never like, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, my friends, my wife would only see me tweaking. Like, she could tell by my eyes. Mm. Like, she's like, yo, is there something wrong with you? What's going on? And I'd be like, I'm drunk. (laughs) But she saw something in my eyes. And the thing is, when I would really get like coked up, all you would see me is like kind of like low key grinding my teeth. I'd be like, okay. see, yeah. you know, yeah. but I wouldn't be like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm yeah. telling Thank you, they'll, they'll be like, I, was, I, don't, I don't think that's cocaine. That's uh, cocaine yeah, that's mixed with bro, I come, I come, <laughs> I come from yeah. the land of cocaine. Wow, bro, bro, I'm I'm you. Come out of, I got them cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> I've Those, never seen tweaking on cocaine like bro, that. Like yeah. they but would, that's Colombia, so Colombia. Oh, that's they, a pure. They would, yeah. they would drink. They, they would that's like. Pure. They would sniff that stuff, and they'll be like, "I, I don't mean right away." Well, the thing about but when Colombians, they were doing a lot, though, because that happened to me. Thing yeah. about Colombians is sometimes they mix a cocaine with crack. Okay. They call it bazucos. No, mm. bazuco is a different thing, bro. Bazuco yeah. is what bazuco is what homeless people do. Yeah. Like that, that is yeah, like I, crack. That yeah, is, that they, is, they that gave is, me that one. Basuko is yeah. crack for us. And okay. I was hallucinating. I never heard of when that. somebody does basuko, you're like, oh, you, you, you're in the streets and you're like, uh, that's down, a low down point. the bridge. Ah. Like you, you leave down the bridge. Okay, that's like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you bro. tried basuko. I tried that, bro, and I was like, bro, like I almost fought the guy because I didn't know what the heck it was. Mm. We we used to call it a demon. That's the uh, un sure diablo. Is. Un yeah. diablo, un sure diablo was. was that stuff, yeah, bro. It, it yeah. was un diablo. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Wow. But um, you know, I started off with a twenty bag, and it was an occasional thing. Hmm. Then an occasional thing became a weekly thing, and a weekly thing became an every weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But you felt like Superman with it, like, like what was I the was deal, just though? like I was not afraid. Like yeah. I would go up to this huge guy. Like, I remember I was at the Hard Rock, coked up, bro, and this dude was like ten, seven feet tall, fat. And I and he bumped into me, and I was like, what's up, bro? What's up? You want to go, bro? And my boy's like, Alex, you're going to get whooped. Like, Chill, bro. And I'm like, nah, bro. I, I could take it, bro. Let's go. And then they're like, yo, bro. Like, And the dude came out to me that he was going to beat me up, bro. Right. Thank God my boy jumped in. And he was like, what's up, man? And he hits him. And the dude got scared and walked away because the dude that hit him was bigger than me. Oh. And um. Bro, like, it made me into, like, someone I wasn't. Like, because deep down, bro, I had the spirit of fear was crazy. Like, I would do things to overcome my fear. But in deep down, I was a coward. I was afraid of everything, brother. Mm -hmm. I was afraid of my own shadow. But I put this persona of not being afraid. Well, you had to you had to enhance yourself in order to face that. But the, the, the crashing was, once that effect is gone, you're you're dealing with yourself. Yeah, yeah. By yourself. So I was trying to run from all that. You know, mm-hmm. the cowardness. Eesh. I was trying to run from the demons. Yeah. I was just, So all this stuff was like, mind you, j- jumping back to the demons, when I told you there was different stages, I would see one hovering over me. There was sometimes um, furniture in my room flying into my bed. There was times where I would run through my door and break things. There was times that my bed would shake. When I moved in with my wife, which was my girlfriend at the time, she even felt it. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me question, like, is this me or is this something else? Like, I don't understand because one day we were laying in bed. She's like, do you feel that? And I'm like, and I felt it. Mm-hmm. I felt the bed shaking like an earthquake. Like, that's how it shakes. If It shakes so, mm-hmm. so strongly that it feels like an earth, the, the house is shaking, but it's not. 
And she goes, the bed is shaking. I was like, oh, that's a demon, hmm. I think. I was like, or a ghost. Hmm. And she goes, what? I was like, yeah, I think it's some, some, some. I thought I was the only one that could feel that. Oh, wow. And she goes, no, I feel it. I'm scared, babe. And I'm like, it's all right. Just, it's going to go away. <laughs> Bro, I became so used to these right. demons that I was like, it's going to yeah. go away. Just don't let it bother you. Like, ignore it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, my addiction became so bad that every time me and her would fight, I'd go get Kai. I would get coked up. So 20 bags turned into eight balls. Bro, but that's expensive. Like, how were you? I was, bro, I was enough. I was like an irresponsible addict. Wow. Like, I would work my butt off, do side jobs, and I would even get high on the job. I bet I work. <laughs> What's up, man? You spray your house. You know, like it yeah. was crazy, bro. I yeah. would drink an OE on the on the way home from work. So you were a functional yeah. addict. Yes. Yeah. Wow. A responsible one too. Like wow. my bills was paid. Sometimes I'll only have Coke money left and I would just shoot. But the thing is, I would match. I don't know if you guys know what matching is, is where no. you guys bring like somebody else will go half with you. Like I put 25, he puts 25, and we'll share the bag. Okay. And the more the people, the more we get. And uh Basically, man, I was just like for for a good five to six years, I was just getting coked up, bro. And one day I met a brother, man, this kid that I became really good friends with. He was relating to me. He went through certain things that I went through and I had to train him at my job and he was a recovering addict. Hmm. And so, like, I was trying to get him to get high with me, like try to open the question. Like, hey, bro, do you get high? Do you party? And one day I asked him, I said, yo, bro, you like the party? We're going to go to a bar. And he goes, huh, man, actually, man, I've been sober six months. I left my dad's house because I used to get high with him. And I'm living on my own right now because I don't want to deal with that stuff. And I was like, I'm going to get you. Yeah. I was like, I was like <laughs> bro, you're, a, you're 21 years old. Yeah, you're in the peak. What you mean? Live bro? your life. I'm like, bro, I, yeah. I, you got to live. Mm. You YOLO. That's the lie. You know what That's I mean? the lie. That's the lie that we all go for. Yeah. And then so after a few weeks, I got him. He came to the bar. He's like, I'll get a drink. He see me going in and out of that bathroom. He goes, You know what, bro? Let me get a bump. Hmm. And I was like, For real? <laughs> and he goes, Yeah, for real. I'm like, There you go. Boom. He starts doing we start doing it, bro, for about a year together. Yeah. And I will never forget this day, bro. One day he said no. You don't want to chill. You don't want to do it. You don't have no money. So I said, I texted him these specific words and then called him because he didn't respond. I said, don't worry about the money, bro. I'll get it. Just pay me back. And he didn't answer for about an hour. So I called him. I said, come on, bro. Why are you ignoring me? He's like, fine, I'll do it. I could not find a bag, bro, from my own dealer. I could not find it. Mm. You should already know where this is going. Yeah. I bought it from the security at the bar. Oh, boy. We did a 25 bag, a small bag, bro, because it was supposed to be a quick thing. Yeah. I just wanted my fix. We did it. I dropped them off. I went home and I started feeling weird. Mm. I had heart palpitations and shortness of breath. Mm. So I left my room and I went downstairs and I'm like, what's going on? What is this? I fell asleep. I wake up same way as I always wake up after doing coke. Monday, I go to work. 12 o'clock, I get a call from my manager. And she goes, Alex, we need you to come to the office. And I said, what? Overdose. Why? Why? 
Wow. Well, we can't tell you over the phone because yeah, he was yeah. clean. Yeah, yeah, I was like, we can't tell you over the phone because you're driving. We need to make sure that you're okay. And I already had the thought in the back of my head. Yeah. So I go up, I go, and they're like, Alex, Ryan, a die, he he dead. Ugh. They found him on the couch with a beer on his lap, looking at the television. He died, like looking at the television, his eyes wide open. Oh. And um, I was like, heart attack. I don't know, bro. I, I mean, I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to how what they found, but I was like, bro, I lost it. <laughs> Condemnation, bro. Yeah. That guilt yeah. and that pain in my heart, bro. I lost it. I was like, yeah. what? And I started screaming, bro. I just sped out mm-hmm. of there, bro. I sped up out of there, bro. And I went home and I started crying, bro. I started crying and I was like, I hate my life, bro. I hate this life. How can I be so disgusting? I killed this kid. I killed him. I know I did, bro, because he would have never died if it wasn't for me pressuring him to do it. Yeah. So now my wife's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I killed Ryan. You did what? I was like, I killed him. I made him do this. Or I like, I made him do something that killed him. I didn't tell her what, but I was like, I made him do something that killed him. And she was like, Okay, what, what you do? <laughs> yeah, like when I was like, I don't want to get into that, babe. I just want to get over this. Yeah. And I left and I got, bro. You, you got trashed out. You would get. You would think that that would make me stop. Yeah, I went. Hard. No, you went. You went deeper. I went. No, yeah, I went course. harder. Like now, I'm not just doing coke. I'm mixing mm. uppers and downers. I want to die, bro. I don't want to live. So now I'm taking Xanax after I do my bag to come down and smoking a blunt at the same time. And I'm just like, Lord, I don't want. Like you know, if there's a God out there, I don't want to live. I want to die. I would say that in the back of my head. And I would even have these conversations with these people like, bro, if there's a God, I just want to die, bro. I, sometimes I feel like there's more to this life. And they're like, yo, just chill, bro. Like, we don't want to have that conversation while we get high. <laughs> and I'd be like, nah, bro, like, this got to be something more than this. Like, the, where did he go when he died? He was young, bro. Like, where is he? If there is a hell, he probably went there. And um, and I did it. It's my fault. Sorry. Um. So I kept going, I kept going, I kept going, and that's when I went to the Keys. Mind you, I'm trying to overcome this pain. I went to the Keys, and this dude came to the Keys, bro. Oh, that's when you had the yeah, encounter bro, with this like, guy. Bro, I tell you, bro. Now he just glued it together. Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. So like, I went wow. to the Keys, bro, and when I tell you, he came that's at awesome. the right time. And the thing is, it was like, oh, God, bro. Like, God knew the direction I was going. And the thing is, I feel like if I would have not listened or answered, I'd be dead right now. Yeah, Because the direction I was going to was the devil already had me in checkmate. And he was like, all right, well, if you don't answer right now, you're going to die. I'm going to kill you and you're going to come to hell. So like, oh, I'm going to get deeper now because I didn't share certain parts before my fellowship. <laughs> so he told me and I agreed like and the thing is it's the way he put things together he was like look I came over here because I felt strongly to tell you about Jesus mm. and I was like alright you know and, I, and he told me what I told you guys and yeah. so that week the fellowship is on Saturday Monday these uh, anxious thoughts are coming in. Of course, the devil's like, gonna, the devil's gonna throw shit. everything at you yeah, right so away, I'm like, bro. I'm going, I'm going through this like excuses. Like, <laughs> I think I gotta work Saturday, so I don't know. Oh, I'm just gonna let him know I can't make it. But then I'm like, and then fear. 
I had such a fear of going. I don't know why I didn't understand it. I was like, why am I so afraid of a fellowship like this? What is this? And I don't um, even know what a fellowship yeah, is, like, but it's scaring this? me. Why yeah. am I so afraid? And, and, and so like, you know, Wednesday came again, fear Thursday came and I'm like, I need a bag, bro. I need a bag. So I went and bought a bag. And I don't know if you guys know where the, you know, the Sawgrass Expressway. Yeah. yeah. You know how, when you get on Southwest 10th street, now you're getting too specific. Right. Well, it's the end <laughs> yeah. of the expressway, the end of it. And there's like, like a, if the, you go north, uh, uh-huh. it's it comes to an end and it okay. turns into a main street. So a lot of people that when they're getting off that highway, they don't realize that they're coming to the end of the highway and they're still speeding. I'm yeah. at a red light, right? I'm complete at a complete stop. I got my bag, about to meet up at my boy's house. And bro, an 18-wheeler truck. I guess was going like 40, at least 40, bro. He misses my back, like from rear ending me by this much that he runs over the median Mm. and drives over it and comes to a stop. And I just see him go like this. Ah. And I was like, he was like, what is, what happened? And I looked at him and I looked at the truck and I was like, wow. Did I just almost die? Yep. Oh, wow. That was the end. And that's when I started seeing a little tiny bit of spirituality Mm. because I was like, did I just almost die? Mm. What is the coincidence that Saturday I'm about to supposedly experience God? So I went to my boy's house and and like, I'm I'm even looking at the bag of cocaine and I'm like, what just happened? And he's like, yo, what's wrong with you? I'm like, bro. It transcends the whole thing. Yeah, I was like, bro, I think the devil is real. Hmm. And he's like, well, what makes you say that? I was like, because the truth, he doesn't want me to know the truth. Hmm. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, bro, a truck almost killed me. It's like the devil was trying to kill me before I go to this fellowship. And he goes, bro, you crazy, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You lost your mind. And and bro, that stuck in my mind, bro. That stuck in my mind. And I'm like thinking about it like, if I died, I would have went to hell. Yeah. Wow. So Friday comes. Me and my wife got into an argument. We're supposed to go together. together because yeah. I That's another right, reason yeah. another reason was more than just addiction. I wanted us to work because our relationship was so toxic. Mm. It was so, it was bad, bro. Like me and I would just curse each other out and be verbally oh. abusive together. I would try to kill myself like and even try to do things like... And she would be like, do it. Kill yourself. I don't care. (laughs) And so that day we got into an argument. And at that time, I was the type of guy that uh, when we get into an argument, I'm a very stubborn person. I'm not going to apologize or talk to you until you speak to me. Right. So when we fight, we usually separate. We don't sleep on the same bed. And I was in that bed by myself. And I'm like, she's like, I'm not going. Hmm. And I was like, fine, I ain't going either. Hmm. So I'm laying in the bed and bro, I will never forget this. I heard a voice. The Mm. first time I heard a voice that was not my voice. Go apologize. Oh, wow. You need to go tomorrow. Mm. Wow. And I was like, bro, I got, I got kind of startled that I went to her and she was surprised that I even said, I'm sorry. I was like, look, I'm sorry. Please. We need to go. She goes, What? You're sorry. This is not you at all. So I was like, look, we we really got to go. I feel that we really got to go. Please, please, let's just go. 
And boom, bro, we went. Wow. And I got to experience that power of the Holy Amen. Spirit where demons were casted out. Did you speak in tongues yet at that time or no? The second day. The second day you already spoke. Yeah. Bro, God did just didn't waste time bro, with him, bro. It, it's crazy Praise because God. I well, was by he, myself. He, he's been wasting like freaking yeah, 31 years. 17 years of his yeah. life and stuff. It's 31, so, right? 31? 30, 31, now I'm 35. So 31 years of living in the world yeah. and two days yeah. of toma, toma. Yeah. Praise chaos God. Chaos after chaos. So I was in my room by myself, bro, worshiping. And I spoke in tongues in this fire. Like my skin felt like a burning, like my entire body was burning, bro. And I started crying and I started repenting of sins that I didn't even remember. I could hmm. I think I could remember from my childhood. Yeah, Please dude. forgive me, God. Oh, what is this feeling? And I'm like, and, and I'm just like, what is this guy? And then I asked, I asked the dude, I was like, yo, what was that? He's like, you got baptized in the Holy Spirit, Amen. bro. And Amen. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. And then, you know, I started just building that relationship, man. And it's been a rough walk. Your brother, did you ever apologize oh, to yeah. him? Oh, yeah. yeah. How did that I apologize go? to everybody. But how did that go? Did, did, um, is he saved or? No, nah, so it didn't go well. Nah. So, okay. you know, my brother, he, it, it irks him. Hmm. The change irks him. He thinks I'm faking it. He thinks this is an act. You know, I told him, I said, Josh, I got to tell you, man, like, I'm very sorry for the abuse. I did a lot of disgusting things to you. And I'm sorry, I had demons. I know you might not understand that, but I really had demons. They were controlling my life. And I am sorry that I had I let that happen. You didn't deserve that. And he was like, yeah, I forgive you. Hmm. But we it's like every time I would try to have a conversation with him, it was short. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he doesn't want a relationship with me. He doesn't really have a relationship with my daughters and I don't have a relationship with his son hmm. because, you know, it's like, we don't need, like if I call yeah. to check up on him, it's very, very short. Like, uh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. And, uh, it's funny. I had a family member. It's not funny. It's, it was serious then, but, um, he slept with my ex-wife while we, we were married and, uh, you know, I went on a fast and my ex-wife opened up and told me, and I remember my cousin came and knocked on the door and he was just hugging me like, like, don't kill me, don't kill me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I love you, bro. And I forgive you. No, you don't. It's It's been 10 years now. It's, you know, going to be going on 27, but it's been 10 years and I still don't believe that you're saved. I go, it's so in other words, my friends and family, even after a decade, still did not believe that I was saved. I'll go to parties. And you know, da, 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 no, hey, they, I'll say hi to the guys, the music is playing, and then the whisper in my ear, you're still saved? Yeah. <sighs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah I'm saving them. I'm, I'm going to continue to, this is forever. So in the beginning, my mom and my family thought it was all about girls. I was going to church because I, I, I was after this girl. So everyone found an excuse. And I remember I'll go from radio station to television and it'll be like how did you get saved what, what was it i said it was just a bet no 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 were you dying of aids i said never had aids was it this was it that no it was just you know a Damn. bet it was just a bet i went to church and there had to be more there's just not more that's where my conversion but still 
10 years gone by. Now it's 26, almost 27 in July. And still people are probably saying, well, he's still, bro, you yeah. can't fake it for 27 nah. years, bro. bro you like, know, you're, you're, you're in this process yeah. all the time, man. And, and then. I but what I mean that is that I passed that process. I don't go to yeah, clubs anymore. I don't that. say bad words anymore. That's I don't that. sleep around anymore. That process is done. Transformation. So what yep. I'm trying to say, it's a hundred percent transformation. Wow. No more, you know, doing the things that I used to do. Yeah. I never backslid once. So there is no process. That yeah. process is over. So my own kids that are not serving the Lord, you know, I have three older kids are not serving the Lord. They can't go back and say, dad, I remember you went back to this club or I remember you uh, were promiscuous with this girl or you were nothing. And it's because I was born again. So Amen. I hear this, oh, this transfer, it takes, bro, listen, it can take 40 years or it can take four days. Yeah. You know, it depends on you. Are you going to let it go? Are you going to repent, turn on. from your sins Come and follow God? You. Yeah. Like, that's it. Die to yourself. <laughs> and it's daily, it. man. And, yeah. and I, I know you understand what I'm saying. I just want yeah. the listeners to be crystal yeah. clear that it's they, possible. 20, almost 27 years, never went back yeah. the temptation will always be there Amen. you'll always walk to the edge of the cliff a lot of people repent on the way down yeah it's too late yeah i turn around i come to the edge of the cliff and i turn around mm. the enemy would always try to remind remind you of your past is real simple remind him of his future he's gonna burn in the lake are. of fire for eternity Amen. you know and that you're a son of god Amen. you know yeah. I, I could relate to this because my mom and dad, my friends, bro, it started off with my friends. Oh, I'll give you about six months. This is just a phase. You're, in, you're, you're yeah. in a cult. You're, there's yeah. no way, bro. Yeah. Like, you're in a cult. Like, and I'm like, nah, bro, this is who I am. Yeah. Nah, bro. And, and, and one of them, mind you, he, he got to feel the Holy Spirit. This was my best friend, man. The one I did coke with. That 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 before I that, like got hit by the truck, I went to his house. Uh, he came to a fellowship, uh, mm. and I was like, "Yo, come through. We're hanging out." Mm. And he came with a twenty four pack of Heineken, and I was, he's like, "Yo, here." And I'm like, "Nah, brother. I mean, I'm good. Like, we here for the Lord, bro. Like, we we, right. we let's let's show you who He is." Amen. And he was not feeling it. So before he left, mm. I was like, "Yo, you want to feel that He's real?" Mm. I and this was like a week after being saved. I was like, you want to see how he's real? Yeah. And he goes, all right, let us pray for you. Mm. And he goes, all right. We all lay hands on him, bro. And I was like, touch him right now, God. I know you will. Bro, his heart rate was going like this. Amen. And he was like, what is this? Yeah. And, and he goes, yo, I got to go. And, and he walked outside, smoked a few cigarettes, came mm. in and said, yo, I got to go. I got to go. And he left. Mm. A week later, gets a tattoo of a demon. Oh, with wow. 666 on his forehead and an upside down cross going like this in his ear. Like a whole demon. And he stopped talking to me. Wow. It was crazy, bro. I was like, yo, the devil rang the alarm, bro. Yeah. He wow. got to experience that he was real. Yeah. And even like when I check up on him, he goes, I just don't know how to do that, bro. Like, I don't know. It's hard for me. And I try to explain it. And he just goes, mm. goes. Same thing with my parents. My parents, you know. They were complaining because, you know, my parents always call me the devil's son. They call me all these crazy names. <laughs> we got so many things in common. Yeah. Yeah. El hijo del diablo. Yeah. El hijo de Lucifer. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, F you. And this and that. And, you know, like, and, and, you know, I went from that 
to yeah. this guy that's respectful and loving. Yeah. And and I'm like, Ma, I'm mm-hmm. a, I'm a new man. This is who I am, Ma. And I love you and I forgive you. Mm. And and I hope you can forgive me. I, I forgive you, but what do you need to forgive me for? <laughs> yeah. What did what what do you need to forgive uh-huh. me for? And I'm like, uh-huh. what did I do my, wrong? Like, uh-huh. you know, I'm sorry, but this, this, that. Oh no, I treated you right. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. And I'm like, and I'm yeah. like, Ma, a lot of the things you did hurt me. A lot of the things you did broke me. You were fi- that was physically abusive. You were verbally and physically abusive. You used to call me things. You used to speak things over my life. Oh, when you grow up, you're going to be a plumber and you're going to clean toilets and you're going to do this and you're going to be a janitor and you're going to do this. And you're gonna, and I'm like, ma, you don't tell that to your son. You don't call your son a Lucifer son and you don't say I should have had an abortion or you should have did this or you should have did that. Me being a kid. When I heard that, it made me believe it. And wow. so, you know, like, That's tough, I told her, man. I forgive you, you know? And until this day, bro, like, my mom still tries to speak death upon me and my children. Yeah. Oh, you know, your kids are probably dealing with anxiety. Ma, I'm sorry, respectfully, yeah. I rebuke that. And, and she doesn't man. know, oh, yeah. when you can rebuke And I'm like, in the name of Jesus, I reprendo eso, ma. Porque tú no vas a hablar. You're not going to speak that over my children. Yeah, what man. my children will be, will be saved and sanctified and mighty women of God. Oh, no, Amen. but all children are going to experiment with sex. And no, 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 not my children. Amen. Yeah. No, I'm going to be that parent, ma. Yeah. I'm going to be that parent. Why? Because the Bible says, raise your children in the way they shall not depart. Amen. If I'm going to raise them into the devil's playground, they're going to be in the devil's playground. Yeah. Amen. You know, what What I love, um, and I can see a lot of me and you, is that, and I'm sure you deal with this a lot, you have all these book smart Christians mm-hmm. that see you and, oh, you're just over spiritual or you're religious, or, but you've experienced experience the demons you know what i mean it ain't like i he read two or three spielberg books you know he experienced possession he experienced that fear he used the drugs he was into that world now god set him free and now he's moving in the power of god but now you have these book smart christians that have never experienced, lived with a silver spoon in their mouth, have never been oppressed, possessed, and and they don't understand the spiritual realm, and they look at you like, oh, he's just emotional. Radical. He's a radical person. You're dang right. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, bro, it's like, it's a gift in a way, because now I can see the demons in people. Correct. You know what I mean? I can see the manifestations. I can see... Like what I saw coming after me, I see it in them. Bro, I went to Mexico uh, in January. I went to Mexico. And mind you, bro, I thought language was going to be a barrier. I speak Spanish, but not that well. I can't preach the gospel in Spanish. There's certain words that I don't know. So I I, I saw this girl. And we went to a a Christian refugee camp. This is like a camp that holds thousands of people. They sleep on the floor on mats. They sleep on bunk beds with first come, first serve. And I saw this girl, bro. And behind her, I saw a dark figure. Mm. And I went up to her. And all I, I, I thank God he gave me the words to yeah. say correctly that she understood me. I said, I said in Spanish, at night, is there something that brings fear to you and it torments you and it causes you not to sleep that you're not able to speak? She starts to cry. Yep. And I said, do you want freedom? Amen. I believe that if I pray even in English, 
that spirit will understand me and it will leave in the name of Jesus Christ. And she said, please. Yeah, I started praying in English, bro. I said, in the name of Jesus, you will not torment her and you will come out in the name of Jesus. I don't need to argue. I don't need to speak to you. You come out by the authority of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Threw up, bro. She started praising God that all of a sudden the entire camp, people around, please pray for me. Pray for me. There's demons out here. There's demons. Please pray for my child. He's he's sick, bro. Revival broke out at that camp. Amen. That's awesome. And it was like, you know, now it's like God is showing me, you had to see those demons. Yeah. You had to see, you had to go through all that because what right. I was doing was I put you to fear yep. to overcome it. Because now, bro, I ain't scared of nothing. Amen. I will go to like, praise God. It's not me. Like to the hood, bro. Like before I couldn't go up to certain people, I'd be afraid to even speak to somebody. Now I'm going to tell you about Jesus. Amen. You know, and it's it's beautiful, man. The thing is, there's hope. Amen. Amen. And again, there's nothing more beautiful than to experience it, man. I've been there. Amen. Every door, like you, you mentioned your mom, my mom, condemnation. Yeah. You know, she trusted in Jesus two weeks more or less before she died. I was preaching to someone in Spanish. And when I turned around, she had her arms up, tears coming down. Wow. And she said, I trusted in Jesus. Hallelujah. And then she died of cancer like uh, two weeks later, something like that. Um, but yeah, I went through all of that. I experienced the stronghold. I was in such bondage that I said, not even Jesus can set me free. That I mean, that's blasphemy. But I was in that much, much bondage, and I never read the Bible, didn't understand that there is no opposite to God. The opposite of God is not Satan. Satan is just a fallen angel. That's He's under it. our feet. And this is why we're dangerous now. It's because we were there. We were bound by the enemy, and now God set us free. And it's like, bro, when he says no weapon formed against us shall prosper, no weapon. By the way, I didn't use that drug that you were talking about. So no <laughs> weapons formed against us. They will be formed, but they will not prosper. So we walk with this authority. We know who we are in Christ. So when we tell that demon, get out in the name of Jesus, it's not like, well, let's talk about it. Let's negotiate. Nah. Dog, you are right go. now. <laughs> you got to go notice. now in Jesus' name. <laughs> and the thing is that we walk with this authority because we've been there. We've done that. And we know the freedom in Christ. And we know that, bro, the devil ain't nothing but a fallen angel. And the Bible says he's under our feet. He has no authority, no dominion, no power unless you give it to him. Mm -hmm. So the Bible says, man, if God is with you, who can be against Amen. you? I mean, the almighty, powerful God, man, now lives inside of us. So mm -hmm. we walk with this authority. And then you have... Uh, these religious folks that I like to call religious, it's like, oh, Purecito, he's emotional, bro. No, this is the power of God. If you think that the the, the power stopped when the last apostle died, John, mm. bro, you're wrong. There's a lot of people that believe that, bro. It's sad. It's, they call cessationists. Yeah. Bro, well, like, can you believe they don't they, believe that the Holy Spirit is still active? Yeah. The miracles, signs, and wonders, that all that all, that, that all left. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, how can you believe that? Yeah. Well, you that's know, what it's, they're taught. It's is is the whole religion thing, yeah. you know, the whole religion thing. Well, you read is... three books and, and you study theology. So everyone studies a different theology. Mm -hmm. We again, we were there. We we've experienced 
experienced. We know what it is to be in bondage and to be set free and to walk in that authority, to lay hands and cast out a demon, mm. to lay hands a sick and, and watch them recover, to speak in an unknown tongue that can't come from the knowledge of a man. Mm. You know what I mean? So we've experienced these things. So when we speak in tongues, it's like, well, how do you speak in tongues? I don't know. I'm filled by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Well, you laid hands on the person. Why did he fall on the floor? They're emotional. I don't know. That's the power of God. Well, that person got healed. How? What's well, a coincidence to you? Is a coincidence? The Bible says, "Lay your hands on the sick, and, and they, they shall recover." They didn't say maybe. It may. Or if I if I allow it, no. You by faith. So we're <laughs> practicing by faith the power of God, and everyone no. thinks it just stops trusting in Jesus, and that's it, by faith. No, by faith, we believe in healing. By faith, we believe in deliverance. By faith, we practice the gifts, the signs and wonder. Everything is done by faith. So you can live your life eating ham and cheese or your Christian life, or you can eat the filet mignon. Get Amen. everything that God has to offer. Yeah. I mean, I don't just want to speak in tongues. I want to translate tongues. I don't oh. just want to cast out I demons. Want everything. Give me the I want everything <laughs> that God has for me. It's limitless. Why? Because the devil abused me when I was in the in the in the world. I mean, he took every bit of me. I made a pact with him. I said, Satan, if you give me everything that I want, all I want is women and I want money. I will serve you, bro. Mm -hmm. If only I knew that he came to lie, steal, and destroy, then that's the only thing I regret. It's not meeting God earlier, man. It took me 24 years of being with this dirty devil and, and being part of his crew and not serving the king of glory, man. Wow. Yeah, man. All right. Let me go back to something that we said we're going to put on the side. You talked about um, uh -oh. uh, some religion thing that you, oh, uh, Israelites, Israelites and stuff. Black, yeah. black Israelites. Yeah, let's yeah. go, let's go for a, that because I want yeah. I I to hear a, about it. That's me too. thing that we God allowed me to go through. How long were you there in that cult? Uh, I wasn't in it. I was going to join. So, so okay. I, I was working with this guy. Okay. He was the whole nine, bro. He would wear little strings grow his beard all out. They believe that if you do not have a long beard, you are not a man. Hmm. You're not a man without a beard. You have to have a beard. I can't wait so, to see so, a black so, Israelite without a beard. So, no, no, no. You should have seen it. So one day, yeah. there was one with that just a goatee. <laughs> no, you know no, what no, I mean? no, no. So, I, you know, he was saying, oh, look at me. He, he saw my beard. It was like this at the time. Oh. And I used to have like a long beard, but I cut it off for work. He goes, man, your beard is, it, it means you are less of a man. I was like, well, what about your boy? He only has a goatee. Hmm. And he was like, well, that's all he could grow. And I'm like, well, this is hypocrite. <laughs> He's half the man. So, <laughs> that's all he could grow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's shaggy. So he, he's shaggy. <laughs> he's shaggy from Scooby Doo. So don't bother him. You know. Yeah, so you know he. This guy was preaching. The By the Bible. way, if you're watching this and you're a black Israelite, we don't want to offend you. We just want to tell you get out the coat, man. Go ahead. Man, go ahead. Go ahead. So you know he was he was he was telling me a lot of truth though. So I believe God was using him to plant some seeds about the fear of God, because he was speaking about revelation. He was speaking about the end of times. He was speaking about a lot of things. The only thing that was false is that he's like, Alex, you're chosen. Mm. You come from the, you're, you're an Israelite. You come from, you're the, you're a real Jew. See the white people, they're not real Jews. They're Jewish. You know what ish means? They're not, they're fake. Wow. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, yeah, if you're Hispanic, Cherokee, Indian and, and black, then you're chosen by God. That's and so those white weird. people will be our slaves. Wow. And what, what what do they base all of that in? 
Brother, uh, they go, you know how in the Bible it speaks about Gentiles? Mm-hmm. White people are Gentiles to them. Okay. So right. they believe that because we are Gentiles, like say, for example, white people, that thus that that you're always going to be a Gentile unless you're Jewish mm. or you're a Jew, a real Israelite. Okay. And there's no hope for a Gentile. And the thing is, before, when before I didn't know the word of God, I would come across these people and they would tear me apart because they know the word. Mm-hmm. They know the word and they just manipulate it yeah, for that they truth. Mean, they pick, they cherry pick scriptures yep. where it says Gentiles are condemned. You know what I mean? From the Old Testament and some from the New Testament. But now that I know the word of God, I will pick things from Romans. I will pick things from where the New Testament shows that Gentiles are saved well, the, the through whole, the circumcision of their heart. The whole right. point of Jesus coming yeah. is, Engrafting. hey, there's no more Jews and Gentiles. Yeah. They're all in me, you right. know, and it's only one family, mm-hmm. one people yeah. is the body of Christ. So they, they like to argue against it. They just yeah. keep... They like know, to fight too, yeah, right? Yeah, they, they love to fight. You know, one I see day... them stretching. And one day we... <laughs> yeah. We, uh, they made we, a woman kiss... Like a, a guy made a woman in front of everyone, a, a white woman, a black guy, made him kiss his feet. Oh my goodness. In Dang. the beach. Yeah, they're very yeah. they're what? very they're very yeah. aggressive. Yeah. So one day we were out That's there so weird. and they just kept arguing, you know, before we, we dust our feet. If you're not gonna receive, we just dust our feet, keep it moving. So we got in a circle and prayed. This was in Tennessee. We got in a circle, we huddled up and put our arms around each other. And we were praying in like, look, they're gay. They're homosexuals. Look at how gay they are. Fruity. They're so fruity. They're touching each other. And we're just praying, bro. And it's crazy because we were praying. And I don't know if you remember that far. Three years ago, um, a, 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 an explosion happened in Tennessee where it was like an RV or a car that blew up in downtown. It blew up exactly where they were preaching. Oh wow! And we asked wow. the Lord to shut that down. Wow. And... That explosion had it happened where they preach. Wow. So it's like, man, yeah. I hope they took that as a sign. Yeah. Because wow. if they didn't come to repentance after that, bro, come yeah. on. But you see, what, what uh, there's a pattern here. If you really look at it, um, you have pastors that they look at their position and it's position in power. You know, Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to serve. Amen. And he's our example but they use these these titles, not only titles, you, you look at uh, hierarchy and what they want to do is usurp their authority over people. But what about servanthood? What about being a servant of all? So well, it's, it's, if you really look at the Bible and you study the Bible, people are doing the complete opposite, the complete opposite. So well, the kingdom of God is is a 180 from the kingdoms of the world. Mm. So that's why Jesus says, hey, I came to serve and not to be served. Right. But they take that authority with the kingdom of the world and they say, no, because I have knowledge of God, you have to serve me. And right. it's, it's a twisted thing. It's sad. You look it's at a- the black Israelites, they're, they're going to have slaves, people under them. Mm. So it's always Jesus says, well, you want to be first? Guess what? You got to be last. You want to increase? Well, you got to decrease. So, when you look at the, the kingdom, like you said, the kingdom of God, man, it's all about being a servant, mm. a servant of sure. God. And a lot of people, they want these, these titles. Well, if I'm an apostle, that means that, well, you're an evangelist, you're under me, and the pastor's under me. But if you're an apostle, so people are fighting for titles, but they, they really don't want the humility. They, Jesus 
man, he, he said, you're, you're going to get this cup, but this cup is a cup of suffering. Well, that's the part that is hard to understand about Christianity, that we have been raised in this worldly kingdom right. where everything is power yeah. and, and, and money and Submission. sex and drugs and this yeah. and that, and, yeah. and everything is pressure. Yeah. And then we come to the kingdom of God, and we don't know how it works. So we right. want to apply all of these rules into this kingdom, but they don't fit. Right. And then you have to be humble enough. So you have to leave all this stuff behind in order yeah. to receive what Jesus wants to teach you. Yeah. But the kingdom is based on love, yeah. you know, on faith. And these are things that we're not used to yeah. do or to even like yeah. talk about. So that's the part of Christianity that you're like, what do you mean by faith? Uh, oh, I don't have money to pay the rent. Oh, believe that God is going to provide. What do you mean? What is yeah. that? What does that even mean, bro? Why? Because I'm used to go get it. I'm used right. to, oh, get the credit card yeah. or ask for money or yeah. get three jobs. Or what do you mean wait on him? Yeah. Like, And this is the stuff that is hard for us to understand. But that's why the Bible says we have to be renewed in our mind yeah. because the way we think is being trained by the world. Yeah. And the way he wants us to think is in a different way that is in, according to the kingdom. So I want to be clear with this. So um, so there's a church and it's called Rey Jesus with Guillermo Maldonado. You guys know, are familiar? Okay, well, I was part of that church years ago in two, early you know, 2000s. And uh, they didn't preach in the beginning. They didn't preach finances and money, 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 money. So I saw a lot of changes. Um, 2000, I believe it was six. I can't remember the year. I was no longer part of that church. But then I started seeing, man, the shift. It was healing, deliverance, salvation. It was just the souls. And then it became money. And then I started seeing power. So there, and I just watched the podcast from a lot of people has left Rey Jesus a lot. I don't know if you guys know, but him and his wife got divorced. And I'm using this as an example because this is how the church is run now. And, and the way that they're explaining it was is this is the triangle and Guillermo Maldonado is the head at the top at the, of the church. Mm -hmm. But isn't Jesus the head of the church? Mm -hmm. Are people not reading the Bible? So this can sound like we're bringing division. It can sound like I have something against. I have nothing against that church. I have a lot of friends, a lot of ministers that go there. I have nothing. What we need to start understanding is that we have to read the, the word of God. So now, if you notice, they all call him Papa, Papa, Papa. Oh, that's my, my, my father, my father, my father in the faith. So he's the top of the pyramid. And now, again, and this is because I saw it on a video. Uh, he said, people left the church and now they're going to start dying. Mm. So that's speaking death. That's witchcraft. I'm sorry, bro. You don't speak death. Mm. And oh, now the mantle is taken away from them. Wait, wait, mm. it's the, who gives the mantle? Mm -hmm. If the man gives the mantle. So wait, hold on, let me finish. That is control. So they're really, they're really using fear to bring control. Yeah. Mm. But the spirit of fear. So you're seeing this. And again, I saw, I watched when he was on Bird Road, when he had a small little church. And now I'm seeing this and, and all the big leaders are leaving the church and they have podcasts and they're talking about this. So I'm just repeating Amen. what I hear. So, but I'm seeing this in the church a lot. It's like, the pastor is the head of the church and they operate through fear. They bring fear upon the people. Oh, you're not going to get on the altar now because you didn't X, Y, Z. Wow. Or you're not speaking like we're speaking. You're bringing the vision, so you're going to have to sit down. Yeah. And it's like, 
this is Alvaro, what you're, you've been feeling. So when you go to the average American church, it's something that is controlled by a man. And the reason why I say mm-hmm. that is they'll start service in a three, two, one. Okay, Holy Spirit, welcome. Lights, camera, action. Bro, it's like you're in a movie theater. Yeah. And then the Holy Spirit comes, he wants to move, and they're like, oh, whoa, 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 time for announcements. Announcements. <laughs> Tithes and offerings. Tithes and offerings. The Holy Spirit, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was about to come in. Finally, they play. Man, I ain't going to lie to you. A lot of these churches, play they play fire worship. Fire worship. And the Holy Spirit is like, he just starts descending, and they shut off the music, and they get on the mic, and and I'm sure you guys feel this. Are you serious? Are we really doing this now? We are just beginning to touch the mantle, the Shekinah glory. God is speaking to the people and you got to stop because time. But that's, that's Ah! what, that's what most people understand that church is. What you just described. It's not. And then, and then when you really have an experience with God that is different to that, you, you, you start questioning yourself. You're like, but hey, then, you, then you say, am I, am I doing something wrong? Hey, but, am but, I being but, but what happened? Like, rebellious. I thought this was Christianity yeah. and I'm experiencing yeah. this other thing. What's going yeah. on? And in regard, what you started first, they yeah. said that was, man, we have to read the word. I, I remember always something that you said that was very different than churches and stuff. You always said, don't believe what I say. Go read it yourself yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. So, hey, I'm giving you these scriptures, go home and read it by yourself and see what is the conclusion that you get to. And I was like, well, that's really different. Like, you know, because what what I've been seeing my whole life was, hey, I'm going to talk about these scriptures. This is what's up. And that's that's what it is. They're dogmatic. They're dogmatic and they put it on. That is the truth. And that's what it is. So from that perspective, I was always like, Okay, so the pastor has to teach me, and if he doesn't teach me, it's his fault that I didn't know right. what I needed to know. Yeah. And then what you made me do was, hey, just go and read this thing. Don't believe me. You know, don't take my word as yeah. as as gold. Go and check it yourself yeah. and see if you come up with the same conclusion that I just gave you. Right. So I would go home, I would check it out, and I'll be like, hey, this is kind of this is kind of new. And I started seeing, for example, uh, I did a couple of studies when I was when I was just starting, and then when I was like four or five years in, and I knew how to study the Bible and stuff, I realized that those studies were wrong in certain things, in certain parts, but they helped me to get ignited to study. Amen. So you know, even though there's no perfection in your walk with God because there's people make mistakes. We make mistakes. There are things that are not a hundred percent right. All of that stuff is used by God to take you to a place where you actually care to know him personally though. Not only that, through your failures, you recognize that you need a savior. Mm. No failures. You're not going to need a savior. And and, and the walk walk is never smooth. Yeah. The walk is never smooth. Like, you can be 30 years into your relationship with God. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you have no problems. Right. That doesn't mean that you're perfect, that of you course. never rub anybody's feathers or of anything course. like that. Like, And that's yeah. what people understand that God is. 
Yeah. Oh, you're a godly person? Oh, how long you been with... Oh, you still make this mistake? And you still... Do? Right. It's like, bro, like, I have changed quite a lot. Amen. And, it, and, it, and I didn't change because I was nope. all that. Right. He changed That's me. That's right. But I am in this process to walk with him. Right. That's why I walk with him so I can actually be changed by him. But it doesn't mean that it happens... Right. Overnight. So what, the point I wanted to get to mm-hmm. and to finish is this. So you see the hierarchy. You have the, the pastor or the apostle just being the head. A man being the mm-hmm. head. It's supposed to be Christ. When is that going to break? When are we going to see the change? And that's yeah. not that I'm prophesying. It's not that, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. When persecution starts coming to the church, the one that's the head, is he still going to be the head? Are they going to still preach it's with this matter. authority? Are they still going to uh, uh, move and, 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 and speak, you know, the way that they do? And if you're the head, are you willing to give your life first? When the persecution comes and people start killing pastors mm. and killing ministers, I believe that that is when you're going to see the true remnant of rise God up. rise up and say, I'm willing to die for my mm-hmm. Savior. Because why do I say that? So... The book of uh, uh, Acts, when Peter said that, uh, he quoted from the book of Joel, he says that um, the spirit of God will fall, you know, and, and he says that in the last day, the spirit of God, will, you know, and, and they were prophesied, so on and so forth. The point I'm trying to yeah, get- Yeah, your young people, your young yeah, people so you will bring dreams of flesh. flesh. From that moment, I believe that those that were filled with the Holy Spirit till today's date, that spirit- is it comes from the word of mortos, which is martyr. You become a martyr. Mm-hmm. So that's why when you guys are preaching wherever, in the street corners, have you ever felt like, ah, I'm not afraid to yeah, die? Yeah. And it just overpowers you. That is the spirit of God. Wow. You see, all these that are in leadership, that call themselves leaders, apostles, prophet, when that persecution come, they're not going to have that mm. spirit upon them. They're going to run. But the remnant are going to stand up come and on. say, take my life. Come on. Praise God. Come on. That is the spirit of God that's living inside Amen. of us. And we're not going to be afraid. And you know, you know what the problem is yeah. with that whole higher thing? Yeah. It, the thing is, I heard a word the other day mm. because I just came back from a consecration mm-hmm. where I just, you know, cut off all social media and I went on the Daniel fast and yeah. I was just spending time with him and I heard my people have replaced me with man. Mm. People have made man God. They see the signs, miracles, and the church, and they see all these things. And the thing is, they don't see their private life. Mm. They don't see who they really are. And you were saying the remnant's going to rise. And these people that are only bold behind the pulpit are going to scatter. That's it. Amen. That's what he's been showing me. There's been a lot of shaking into that, though. Like uh, major pastors from big churches and stuff have been shaking with yeah uh you know worldly yeah. you know living and stuff like that and it's sad man because yeah that's that's the image of christianity you know what i'm yeah. saying but yeah. then it's on people like us that yeah. that we're regular people to be able to show what god has done in our lives yeah. as a testimony for others oh, it's wow. not really about how famous you are and yeah. how how yeah. big your church is is how powerful what what God has done in your life can be translated to other people as well. I wanted to mention there is no Daniel fast, by the way. That's something that we repeat because we hear Mm. that that was his diet. 
Yeah. Oh, so, wow. so yeah. if if you yeah. like the the word fast, yeah. the word fast means not eating. So if right. you're eating, it's not a fast. Right. Oh. <laughs> so that was well, just you, a diet. You know, he didn't want to eat is, from the king. Uh-huh. There is something that in the uh-huh. Bible that says the fast that is pleasing to the Lord. Yeah. Is going out to feed the homeless and support Amen. the widows and the children, the yeah. orphans. Yep. Yeah. So, but the, there, there is no Daniel fast. No, I believe you. Yeah, I trust yeah. you. I mean, yeah. I just what I did was I only ate vegetables and fruits. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So you abstain from, from eating meat meats, and stuff, yeah. and yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but it's 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 a it's a funny thing because. Um, Everybody calls it the Daniel fast. Right, right. Because we repeat what it's we like, hear. It's like, oh, you know, yeah. I'm going to do a fast. And I'm this- like you. I go and I study. Oh, that's not a study. I'm going to do a, a fast this yeah. year. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm going to eat this, this, yeah. and that. I'm like, bro, that's not a fast. That's like a- if you're eating. Absolute. You're absolute. Not- when you fast, you absolute. Well, and that's powerful. And it, was, yeah. it was cool, though, because I used to yeah. work. Um, I worked many years in the fitness industry. So I would always think that you have to eat three, five times a day. And if you don't eat, you're going to die and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was this fear. So when, when, whenever fast came to, you know, as a topic, I would be like, no, 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 that's crazy, man. Like, that, that's crazy. You <laughs> right, can't, right. you can't, no, that was Jesus, bro. That was yeah. Jesus, but you know, you can't do that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I remember I read this book that talked about fasting. This is what it said. And this is what caught my attention. It said, what is the first thing that happened after Jesus shows up? Nobody knows Jesus for 30 years. He shows up. He comes down to the water. He gets baptized. Holy Spirit comes. Hey, this is my son. I'm all good with him. Yo, let's go do a fast for 40 days. First thing. Straight to a fast. First thing. Let's do a fast for 40 days. And then the book says, and then every Christian never thinks about that. As part of their Christianity. Mm. And there's no Christian thinking that one day they might have, have to, to do, do a 40 day fast. Wow. <laughs> and and I was I was blown away by the book. I'm like, yeah. oh wow, like that's so true. And then he said, the devil have tricked Christians into not even knowing how much power yeah, is yeah. there into fasting and prayer. Absolutely. And if you actually dab into that then you'll be able to understand what the power of the Holy Spirit really is. Because Jesus walked into the fast by the Spirit, but he came out of it with the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm, yeah. So if you see, you know, look, he comes in, you know, with the Spirit, but he comes out in the power of the Holy Spirit. And after that fast and after that power is that he started doing the miracles and all the things. Amen. So, yeah. so it caught my attention and then it it it, it makes sense. It made me yeah. it made me dig into it and I started fasting because of that though it makes sense because remember I told you that when I first got saved I did that month three days water just yeah water. dude and the thing is is it when I did that fast I was hearing him feeling him signs and miracles like like yeah. nothing and I remember even when I fell I came to Sergio and God you Sergio after I fell when I first met you I was like, bro, I felt like when I felt, I got let astray, I, I, I lost this highlight. He's like, you know what you're dealing with? <laughs> you're dealing with pride. <laughs> and it and it and it and it literally like that I thank God for his Holy Spirit because it bears witness. Because I was like, wait a minute. You're absolutely correct. Cause I got nothing to do with none of it. <laughs> it's all God. And see, the devil tricked me to make me think that I even had some type of uh 
something to do with it. Mm. And the thing is, all of that changed from that day. Because mm. I'm like, you know what? It ain't me. It's all by you, God. It says in your word, not by power, nor by might, but by your spirit. That's yeah. it. Amen. Praise God, man. It's powerful, bro. So now I can understand because I just saw you on the other side as a Christian, you know. And I really appreciate your walk because I can see the peace of God over you, you know. I've seen him minister. I've seen him preach, you know, on the microphone out. And it's like, I hear your story and I'm like, that's a lie. There's no way that he can be so peaceful and be so filled with the Holy Spirit and have lived a life like that. But same with me. People meet me and be like, there's no way you did yeah. those things. And it's Yo, God's art. You've been and, a Christian all your life. Yeah. 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 And let me, let, me just, <laughs> let me just ask you something. Yeah. You went to that party with your wife. Did your wife have have an experience with God she there did. as well? She did. She, yeah. She. She. I, I like that you call it party and not fellowship. <laughs> so she she had an encounter. She got delivered. Hmm. But I remember I told you the the taste that the ministry gave us. Hmm. Yeah. See, the ministry that I was learning had me demonizing my wife hmm. when she wouldn't submit. Oh, Jezebel, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus, hmm. and. Oh, don't listen to your wife. She's trying to control you. That's the Jezebel spirit. Mm. And the thing is, me neglecting her and only focusing on ministry mm. yeah. and only focusing on God and only focusing on those things put a bitter taste in her mouth that made her fall. And I think she hates God mm. because the thing is, lately she's seen a new side of me, you know, like for the for ever since we came up from that slowly, but surely Alex has been growing into what God called us to do. And that's to walk in love. He says, love your wife as he has loved the church, which is what to lay his life down for the church, lay your life down for your wife. So she's seen my patience and love for her. And I, you know, I, 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 I ask these questions that penetrate. Like sometimes she, I got COVID the other Last week, and I got healed in a day because I asked God in faith, like, Lord, I believe you can heal me. And she's like, how'd you get healed so fast? She was sick for three weeks. And I said, babe, can I ask you, do you believe that Jesus can do the same for you? Amen. And she was, she would just like be very standoffish. Yeah. And then the next day I'd be like, babe, would you mind if I pray for you? Mm. You know, I would pray for you. I believe that God can heal you. And she said, no, I don't want it. And then today... She sent me something about how a man should treat her husband. Mm. What I believe is, I think she's has some type of unforgiveness because Absolutely. she goes, this is who you need to be. And I'm like, babe, mm. everything that you showed me in that video, have I not been doing that? And I asked her, but how does, how do you treat a husband? Mm. She didn't want to answer that. And she <laughs> didn't want to answer the things that I, like she didn't, she didn't deny that I treat her that way. So, I, you know, what I see is a hardened heart as well as hurt from the ministry and yeah. the way I treated her during that ministry. Because she saw, like, if this is what God is, my husband turned against me. I don't want it. Yeah. yeah. Women have a gift, man, where they can go back 20 years and remember mm -hmm. the hour, the second, and the minute. <laughs> And they can remind you of that yeah. every day of the week, you know, and it's like, ah, oh. and it's like, well, I forgave you. If I forget you, if you forgave me, you forgot. Like, so you shouldn't bring it up anymore. But I guess women have that gift. It's you know? true because she still <laughs> till this day, like I didn't cheat on her. But when I came to Christ, I, you know, the Lord said, tell her everything. 
And before I came to Christ, I almost had sex with a prostitute while I was coked up. And when I came to Christ, I had this conviction in my heart, like, you need to tell her. And I was like, I broke down crying, but I was like, but no, Lord, I'm scared. Like, she's going to, but what about my kids? And I told her. And she was hurt, bro. And to this day, she's still breathing. Oh, that's why you cheated on me. And for all I know, you probably cheated on me and had sex with multiple women. And I'm like, babe, I told you the truth for a reason. I remember I had that conviction, you know, like I I used to be a sex addict and I had sex with a lot of women and stuff. And then when I had that experience with God, um, he, he delivered me. And then when I had that deliverance, though, I was like, man, I have to amend things with the people that I hurt. And I remember I was calling like girls that I haven't called in wow, years yeah. and stuff. And I'd be like, hey, you know what? Like they don't want to hear it. Like, though. hey, 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 forgive me, man, because I treated you like crap and mm -hmm. this and that. And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> you treated me great. And I'm right. like, no, like yeah. I was like horrible and this wow. and that. And they're like, no, you know, it's so good. Don't worry about it. Can so you come good. over? Can you come and, over? And I was just, I was just like, what? Like, this is so weird. Because <laughs> to them, it's normal. Yeah, no, but That's like, but, and, and it was for me too. Like for me, it was normal, but I had that change of heart. And yeah. I remembered like I was calling people and I was like really oh. not only repenting, but I was really like, you know, yeah. Telling them like, hey, yeah. this is the truth. This yeah. is what I know. Please forgive me. Like, and I remember some some people would would even tell me like, no, no, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to go back there. It's all good. Like, don't even tell me. Yeah. And I remembered um, even with my with my with my wife, I said to her like, hey, I want to come clean to you. Like, I want to tell you the absolute truth about everything that I did, so nobody can come and tell you mm. and create discord between us. Nice. So ask me absolutely everything and I will tell you the truth. Mm. And I remember she said, "No. I don't want to know. It'll 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 like damage me. Mm. So from now on, we're good. Don't tell me about your past. I don't need to know." Nice. But nice. I want I wanted to confront the past, yeah. bro, yeah. cuz I was like, I don't want anybody coming from there to tell you, oh, you know what he did? Oh, yeah. you know that he did this? And you know yeah. that? I, no, no, no. Let me tell you what right. I did so you can yeah. trust me. And that's my way to see it, but it wasn't her way to see it. Mm. So, for example, if if it was her, the one who who were crazy like me, and she would come and tell me the truth, I would be like, oh, man, I'll trust you completely because you came of course, and you were honest. Yeah. But she was not like me. So right. she didn't need that in order to trust me. Yeah. Or in order to to feel like we could start all over, you know, like from from, from zero. So I respected that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I felt that same conviction, yeah. man. And I yeah, started I started amending relationships. Yeah. And some of them were cool and some of them didn't didn't even want to go yeah. there. It's just crazy because even my boss, like my mm. old boss, bro, God put him on my heart. I remember and this could damage and, and break someone's life. Like I took, there was an application that you could get like a download from a fake number and I would prank people. And I texted him acting like this woman that I knew he had intercourse with. And I said, Hey, uh, I just want to let you know that I gave you herpes and AIDS and this uh. and that. And, 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 and it's all your fault. Cause you gave it to me and you're probably giving it to your wife right now. And this and that. And he was like, you effing B and this and that. And, blah. and I'm like, Ugh. Dang, I got him, bro. And I'm getting so like after I came to Christ, I got downloaded that. Wow. Dude. And I texted him. I was like, hey, uh, 
I just want to apologize, man. That one time that someone texts you that you thought it was Ouch. this woman texting you that you got AIDS. Wow. To be honest, you don't have AIDS, bro. Like, wow. You know, I forget like it was me. me. Bro, this, <laughs> this man read it. That's all. Wow. Like, he didn't even, scary. I don't think he even knows how to respond to that. I don't, I don't, yeah. wouldn't know how to respond to that. But yeah. that's how, you know, the Holy Spirit will bring up that dirt to remove it. Yeah. So the enemy is always going to attack the weaker vessel. You know, he, he he tries to get in through your children. And if he can't get in through your children, he'll get whoever's closest to mm -hmm. you. You know, if you're not married, it's going to be your mom. You know, if you're married, it's going to be your wife. Amen. But he's yeah. because he knows that he can use her and she knows exactly what to say. You know, my, for me, it was my mom. My mom knew what to say. Ay, mira el cristiano. Ay, mira. Oh, man, el santo. Boil. I'm good, mom, but the inside, I'm boiling up, you know? <laughs> See, el santo. Ay, el pastorito. Well, they, they were already speaking it into my life, but she knew what words to say, and I would just, you know, start saying bad words again. But that's, that's what I said, you know? Like, people think that you, because you're a Christian or because you have... X amount of time walking with God, you should be in X place. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, if you've been 10 years, then you shouldn't be doing this and you do. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then some of them confess to be Christians as well. So when you say, hey, but doesn't this apply to you as well? Oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry about me and don't worry about my relationship with God. Yeah. I'm good. And me and God are like this. But, yeah. but you, but you, but you. You're the problem. And and yeah. that, that pointing finger is hard because the standard is Jesus, bro. Right. When you say, hey, I'm a Christian, the standard is Jesus. Yeah. And if you don't look like him, everybody's going to call yeah. you out on it, bro. The thing about the devil, he's stupid, bro. Because he does the same tactics over and over. That's why I said I passed that test with my mom. And it was in the beginning, it was hard. I kept falling into traps. You know, I remember I would have a relationship with girls and, and, and but I know I'm saved. And, but if you get tempted, call me. All right. Call me. Let's pray. Cause I didn't want them to be with other men. And oh, we'll pray in Jesus name. Amen. Can you still come over? I'm, I'll be there right now. And I would fall into that trap in the beginning. In the beginning, it was, yeah. but the devil's so stupid, bro. He does the same tactics over mm -hmm. and over and over again. So 26 years, it's like he'll, he'll throw a, ta you know, a tactic and I'm like, really? You're that stupid devil? You know? <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's, all oh, he does man. is just replicates. Yeah. Now, that's where he gets in through your, your, your family or your, your wife, you know, because he can't get to you. Yeah, when Being something so doesn't... long in the things of God that now he's going to use the person that's closest to you. He's going to use your Eve to go and get that forbidden fruit and go, hey, Poppy, I ate it. Nothing happened. Check it out. You know, he's going to he's going to use that. So that forbidden fruit can be marijuana. They can be it's just one drink. Jesus turned water into wine, Poppy. Come on, just just don't be so religious. It's just wine, you know, but that's that forbidden fruit, or maybe not. Maybe is being condescending, you know, like I grew up with my mom being condescending, so he will use that person that's closest to your wife to be condescending, knowing that that's going to trigger 
your childhood and what's going to come out of your mouth is not going to be a proverb. You know what I mean? <laughs> so these are things that the enemy knows. But again, he is so stupid using the same tactics. So what we have to do is constantly renew our minds. I know it's easier said than done. But when he uses the same tactic over and over again, you got to say, you know what? I already know that this triggers me. It brings me back when I was a child and I don't want to hurt my wife. All I'm going to do is trust God in everything that I say, everything that I do, and put it in his hands. Now, again, it's repetitive. It's like working out. You can't just go to the gym. You know, you didn't get like that. How, how big you were, almost 300 pounds. Yeah. You didn't get like that overnight. You, right. I'm sure you hit the gym. I'm sure you did a lot of running. So it's the same thing with Christianity. Renewing your mind, it doesn't say every weekend. It doesn't say every Monday. It says Daily, you have to renew your mind daily. Oh, there's there's and a know, bunch of scriptures that talk about right, it. but know that this war is not against flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. You see, it's easy to know the scriptures, but when you're going through the trials, it's hard to put them into practice. Oh, yeah. It is so hard mm -hmm. because he knows how to get into the deepest part of your heart to get you to lash out in the flesh. The flesh is weak, the spirit is willing. The flesh and the spirit are at war and they're contrary to one another. They're fighting and there's a battle. And this battle, man, is, believe it or not, God is allowing the battle. Why? Because he wants you to die to your flesh. Amen. You die to self and then and only then can you live for him. So when you catch yourself saying, well, he hurt me. Well, she hurt me. Well, is this really about you? Like, think about it. Is this really about you? Is God allowing these trials and tribulations to shape you and form you into the image of his son, Jesus Christ? Or by chance, he's allowing the devil to destroy you? No, all things work for the good of those that love him. And again, these are things that we renew our mind uh, with and it strengthen us. So if you catch yourself with the same tactics that the enemy is using, uh, again, it can be a mother, it can be a, a wife. And if it's the same tactic and he's getting he's, you stirred up and you're still, uh, uh, you know, getting in the flesh, then you got to ask yourself, man, are you allowing God to operate in that area of your life? Because think about it. Every time he attacks you, the enemy, God is using you to kill you. You can't live for God unless you die for self. So, yeah, man. Amen. You guys got me preaching on a podcast, bro, bro. Two questions. What's the hardest thing that you had to go through with God? And what has been the coolest thing that you've gone through with God? The hardest thing is trying to stand firm through my family. It really is. Like when they mock you and when yeah, they... I get persecuted, brother, like bad. You know, I, I till this day, I'm called even de demon. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? You're not saved. You're not this. You're not that. And I'm just like, sometimes, like, it's better now because I'm not going to listen mm. and be identified by someone's opinion. Amen. Because I identify as a son of God. Amen. I identify as a child yeah. of God. I identify as his soldier. So, but what I do understand is that he is building me through the persecution in my own home, knowing that that's going to, it's going to dig deep mm. in here because she knows me so well. Because mm. when I go to the streets, it's, they could say what they want. It doesn't affect me. Yeah. It really doesn't. Like it's one year after the other. Jesus loves you. There's a way out. God bless you. It's not, when my it's wife not goes, near you. You, this, and I'm like, yep. ah. But for real though, like you're gonna bring up my past, like bro, I'm dead to that. That's not who I am anymore. No, no what? 
you don't know how to treat me. It, does, it doesn't this. look so dead to me. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, oh. And you're not really saved. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, these things really hurt. Yeah. Because, and then it even hurts when I'm trying to lead my children to the direction of Christ. Yep. You know, I tell her, I try to correct, like, hey, babe, I don't want you cursing around the kids. <clears throat> and I'm, and then even the kids will say it, thank God, because I'm their covering. I'll be like, hey, babe, you know, mommy says a bad word, don't listen. It's bad. Just pray for mommy. And then they'll be, they'll be rebuking her, like, does it, mommy, don't say the B word. You know, and I thank God for that because it's planting those seeds again yeah. in her heart because she's hearing it from a babe. She's hearing it from a child. Like, don't do this. Like last night, she was listening to sexual salsa songs, and my my daughter goes, "That music, mm, Jesus music, yeah." How, how old is she? How old is uh, she? I have a five year old and a four year old. Wow, that's awesome, dude. So, Praise God. I think that's my biggest battle. That's the hardest battle that I face. Is honestly. Yeah, my home because it's been three years, and honestly, like I said, that was the main reason. One of the main reasons I was, you know, willing to go to that fellowship because addiction wanted it to was work. one, but I wanted this relationship not to be toxic yeah. anymore mm. because it was tearing me apart. And um, sometimes I'm not gonna lie, bro, the flesh be rising. I'd be like, Lord, I want a divorce. Yeah, yeah. and he'd be like, Shush, humble <laughs> yourself. Yeah, you need to love her like I loved you. You didn't listen to me. You do, how many times I knocked on the door of your heart? You well, know that's that's one of the lessons yeah. that that yeah, I you asked him a two part question. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear the other part. Give me so one second. The, the, yeah, yeah. Like I, that's one of the of the lessons that for me was hard. That um, that you come with your wife into it, but they they see it totally different, man. And because they're hurt, if they're hurt. You start feeling that you're going in this direction, and they they, they start going in a different mm -hmm. direction, though. But your testimony and what you were saying, man, like if you if you if you hold strong your position, your example is speaks a lot more than your words. Amen. That's you know what true. I'm saying? That's a fact. That's that's what the Lord has been showing me is that I need to bear fruit so she could pick from yeah. me and eat. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, so, but you know, what was the second question? Uh. Hardest thing you have to go through, coolest thing you have you, you you've been through with God. The coolest thing I've been through with him is just seeing the transformation. To you know, you know, at when I turned third, I think it was thirty-three years old. At two years after being saved, I broke down in my in in the shower crying because it was my birthday. And the coolest thing that made me cry was that two years ago I should have been dead and not just once, but twice. And he allowed me to live. And that to me is very, very impactful because I don't deserve it. I don't, I really don't. I ignored him. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how many times the gospel was tried to be preached to me. And I, I saw, thought there was Jehovah's witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But the thing is, is that I've seen him trying to, 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 to get me. Pursuing you. Yeah, and he didn't need to because I wasn't pursuing him. You know, I didn't, want, I, I didn't know if he was real or not. I was trying to find truth. That's why I did the whole Hebrew, Hebrew thing and even tried to seek 
truth through the conspiracy theories. And I was looking, bro. I just didn't know what it was. And and I thank God that he found me because, like I said, I'm alive. Amen. I'm alive. Like living 31 years of death. Wow. I'm alive. I'm Amen. finally alive. That's awesome. So what I see is uh, a young man that, man, literally, bro, that you said, did you try to commit suicide or you just had the suicide? A few thought, times. No, a few was, times. Yeah, I tried. It, it's a lot of torment, man. So we're talking about suicidal thoughts, you know, drugs, alcohol, demon possessed. Bro, that's a lot to carry to now be set free from Jesus, have a sound mind, being an example in an unequally yoked house right now. Bro, it's such a a big cross to carry, still preaching the gospel. And you said you're having Bible studies in your yeah. house. Bro, that's which, a big which, cross bro, to when carry. when I tell you that's another battle. I could imagine. Oh, you people. Oh. And it's crazy because she was blasting the salsa last night. Oh. And she didn't say anything. And I, and I asked her, to, like, I like to throw these little, like, to question yourself, to ask yourself that question. The Bible study, we, we get a little intimate into the word. And some were a little loud. Not too loud, but loud. Like we were talking, not yelling, but loud voices. And she goes, you people have no respect. You need to keep it down. The kids are sleeping. If you need me to come down there and embarrass you, I will. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Wow. I'm not going to get it. Like, I didn't say that, but I was just like, okay. And in, in, my, in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to get embarrassed because I know who I am. So last night she was blasting the salsa and I asked her, is it okay to blast sexual salsa while the children are sleeping? Mm. Because last night you said it was a problem when wow. we were speaking about it with God. And they were sleeping, but now it's okay, right? I want to ask you to please wow. check your heart yeah. and ask yourself, do you really love him that much? Mm. Because it's a problem when it's about him, but it's mm. okay for the salsa. And she just stayed quiet. She didn't know what to say, bro. Like, yeah. And that, it, it's like, that's what... That's what my biggest battle is, the gnashing of teeth when I bring up truth. Yeah. She doesn't answer truth. She doesn't want to. And um, it's not easy because the battle is just getting harder and harder, man. But I've been standing firm through it. Amen. I failed a few times. Don't get me wrong, of bro. Course, I, I yeah, rose, I, my flesh has risen. Of course. And I, but not like I used to with curse words. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. man, whatever, bro. You know, you need to get saved. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, it's it's not easy, bro. But we're seeing that. We're seeing that, like, the world you came from, how he set you free, but God is saying it ain't over yet, <laughs> you know? And You're you going to carry crazy, a cross. Because I yeah. see me. Hmm. This is the biggest problem that hurts me the most. Yeah. I see my children and how she treats them and hmm. treats me. I see my mom. Trigger. I see my mom, bro. Oh, wow. And that's God exposing my heart. He goes, you see your mom, huh? Hmm. It reminds you of your mother. <laughs> wow. And the thing is, till this day, my mom is still like that. You know, she tries to trigger me, but by the grace of God, I handle it a lot more. I, I even try, to be honest, I handled it better, but I try to avoid her because she just doesn't know how to, the curses, you know what I mean? She speaks down on people too much. And that to me is like, speak life. My entire life, all you did was speak death, curse me and call me names, beat me. Then I see my wife cursing around the kids, beating, 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 and I'm like, and that's me. And I think that's what triggers the most is that I see me. And I don't want my kids to be me. 
Amen. I want my kids to know Jesus. You know what's cool about this podcast that people get to see your life as a minister, you know, behind the veil, the wife, the kids, the mom, the trials and tribulations of your past, and but you're still keeping it together. And th that's why this is important, man, because at least for me, when I would see a minister back then, I'm like, bro, they got it all together. Mm. Their kids got wings. Seriously. Yeah. It's such a you happy know? family. Yeah, such a yeah. Wow, I want to be like that. And then, no, I don't want to be like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you really find out the trials and tribulations, yeah. bro, you see the anointing, yes. you know, you, you see the call, but then you, you don't want to carry that cross. You oh, know, there, there that's are, a big cross. There are people that have that life, yeah. like, oh, everything is cool. And, and it's so good. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Though. Right. Right. But that is not the image of everybody. Right. You know what I mean? So the image that is portrayed is like, oh, if you're with Jesus, then everything is cool. No. And it's not. And it's not because he didn't come to make everything cool. Right. He came. Yeah, he didn't come to bring peace, he, but a sword. He came oh. for you to follow him. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes he makes yeah. you follow him in places where you, where you say, what is this? Like, yeah. what are we doing here? And he's like, You trust me or not? Yeah. And and that's the 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 process that 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 we were talking about before. In the midst of that process, bro, the when you said the Bible studies, I had the same the same issues, man. Wow. Like when I started when I started doing, I remember I started doing a Bible study through Zoom, and uh, bro, it was just crazy, man. Like yeah. I would, I would start the Bible study, and as soon as I finish, ah, oh, why you, why you do that be with those people, and instead of like being with the kids and this and that, yeah, and your I, priorities are effed up. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, it's an hour. Like yeah, I, yeah. I spend yeah. the whole week here with the kids, and but it's not that though. It's, it's the fact that if you, if you express your love with God, with, with actions, right. There's a pull from them to to say, I want that love. I want mm -hmm. that, that that action. I want that attention. And it should be towards me and not towards God. Yeah. And you see that pulling yeah. big time, though. I see that. And, you know, I wanted to ask you guys this because you guys are elders. Um, My biggest thing is people. And, and obviously, bro, you know, there's been a few times where it's been effective and I've actually listened. But lately, I'm like, nah, bro, I'm not listening because... I feel like that's that's something that would try to stop what God is trying to do. So because my house, you know, is the way it is, they'd be like, oh, you can't be out there doing nothing for the Lord because your house is not in order. You need to sit down and focus on your family. And the thing is, bro, like I have. <laughs> I'm you know sorry. what I mean? I'm sorry for laughing. Man. I, asked, I, asked, I asked that season. question. I asked that question, There's bro. There's a season, right. bro, that right. I've been sitting and right. I've been, I haven't been doing nothing, bro. Yeah. I've just been sitting. She goes, makes plans. She leaves. She does this. Yeah. She does that. I remember I even reached out to Sergio once because yeah. she was going to do something very immoral. And I was yeah. like, how would I handle that? He gave me really, you know, sound advice. But my thing is, it's like when I'm home trying, the main focus is her. Because my children, bro, they see they see Christ. They ask me for prayer every single night. Daddy, pray, please. And and I thank God for that because that's the relationship they need to have with him. Not with me. They're looking for him. They love that I don't hit them. Curse, love. And I should show love. But my biggest focus is my wife. 
So when I'm home trying to be that light and trying to love her and trying to focus on my home like they say to do so, she doesn't want a part of it. She's too busy. She doesn't want it. She does. She just avoids me. Babe, let's go on a date. Let's do this. No, let's do this. Let's watch a movie. I'm tired. Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm just like, how do I do this, Lord? Like they telling me to focus on the house, but the house don't want to be focused on. So my answer to that is you go harder. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> you go harder. There's nowhere in the Bible does it say that there's a Bonnie and a Clyde together. It's not a husband and a wife thing. God called Abraham. <laughs> you see what I mean? And he said, go. Wow, that's a fire. Think about wow. it. Not, but, but you won't find nowhere oh, in the Bible where God said, yeah, he called the husband and he called the wife. No, he oh. called the man and the woman is has to be submitted and the Sheesh. children have to be submitted to the wife. If not, the, cheers, the spiritual chain is broken. And if the spiritual chain is broken, it doesn't say to sit there. It says, go, you Hard. go harder. You go Oof. harder in the enemy. So the more he attacked my children, children uh, my daughter is a stripper you know she was a stripper for many years my my sons and, and drugs and alcohol and i went harder so every time i preached to a young girl it was like i was preaching to my daughter every time i preached to a young man it was like preaching to my son you go harder so every time the enemy tries to come and, and attack bro your home you go harder because the, the biggest yeah. thing that i they they use because they use a lot of scripture against me right but but and are I they said, doing what you're doing are they street preaching mm, it's more of I don't even know them. Like, oh my god, you know, it's so, a woman. Wow, she, she she sees me doing these things, and she's like, I have a word from the Lord. Oh, and this is what wow. God is. Like, you need to focus on your wife, and you're not so good, blah blah blah, and all this stuff, right? Wow. But this is the thing: she doesn't know the battle I'm fighting. And Correct. Correct. The thing is, is that dang, I lost my train of thought. Um. So you were saying how uh, you you were being persecuted by a yes. woman on the internet. And so she she was trying to tell me these things, right? Yeah. And I stopped. Mm. And the thing, I stopped doing things for the Lord. I stopped preaching the gospel. Oh, this is what she said. She mm. said, how can you go out there and save all these souls and bring all these souls to the kingdom, but your own house is going to hell? Mm. Uh, and what well, are you going to do? to well, be? Well, she when does you sound, sounds like a witch to me. Well, and, and she, she, doesn't, she doesn't know. She yeah. doesn't know that your house is going yeah. to hell. Mm. If that's her assumption... Yeah. You know, yeah. she's entitled to have it, but right. she doesn't know what was really going on in your my house. My barber, he yeah. goes, well, how would you feel? And he doesn't know my situation. He just heard, you know, I was annoyed by my wife because she was attacking me over the phone. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay, bye, bye. And he yeah. goes, I saw how you rushed off the phone. That was in love. And I, I get it. I could have answered, you know, did it better. But... He was like, yo, how would you feel in Judgment Day where if God was like, yeah, you did all these beautiful things, you did all these mighty things for me, but your own household needed you. And like that was twice. But I'm like, I it, it, it hits me because it's true. I'm very worried about my house. I, I love my wife. And yes, it's hard. And I love my children and I love my stepdaughter. And yes, they're all in the wrong path at the moment. But it's like when they say these things, they put it as if it's my fault. But then I start to think deeply and I'm like, I can't save them. Now, now wait. It's not me. Let me ask you something in regards to that. When they say that, does it bring condemnation? I don't know if it's condemnation or conviction. Because it, it, really, it really makes me question myself. 
Like, what do I need to do better? And I even asked my wife, like, humbly, I say, babe, what can I do better? You know what she says, bro? Out of everything, I'm thinking it's something deeper than what I think. And she says, just the way you answer me sometimes. And I'm like, okay, well, how can I answer you better? And, you know, she just doesn't want to have those type of conversations. She tries to avoid it. But the thing is, it's just like, I don't understand why these certain questions come up. And then it, I sit down. I don't do things of the Lord. I stop doing all these things. And then I start to, like, lose the fire in a way. Well, so look. It's like I feel like it's being dimmed. So look, so look. You, you will know them by their fruits. Mm -hmm. Okay? So what is the fruit of those comments? Right. To turn you off? Amen. Yeah. So it do, so it's not coming from God. Amen. Right. You know, okay. and, and, and I don't know the whole situation. I just analyze, you know, what you're telling me. But the fruit of the fruit of those words, if it's not hope and if it's not faith and if it's yeah. not to build you up, then it doesn't come from it's God. Tear you down. Doesn't, it doesn't come from God. Now, there's no book that says how to deal with the issue with your wife and ministry and this and that. But I think God will, will, will show you what to do as long as you are keeping him as the Amen. main, the main thing. Amen. You know what I mean? Like seek, seek the kingdom first and he'll, he'll put everything Amen. in order for you. So Can, I'm going to read a scripture to you and I want you to understand. I'm going to put it in context. So you knew your wife before you came to Christ. Mm -hmm. Right? I feel like I'm rapping now, wife Christ. But anyways, mm -hmm. so if you look at Matthew 10, 34, 36, you, before, right? Now you got saved. Now listen, do, you, uh, do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have, to come, I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemy will be those of his own Amen. household. Yep. Sometimes when you read it, it, it penetrates a little bit more in your heart. Mm -hmm. So do you stop ministering when this happens? I mean, the answer is absolutely not. I believe that the scriptures are being fulfilled in your life. Yeah. And like Alvaro says, stand firm. They're going to see your fruits. And I think you said that they will eat from the fruits, right? Mm -hmm. You said that they, they will eat from your fruits. Your job is to stand firm, not stop. That's what the enemy does. He's like a roaring lion. He's not a, a roaring lion. He's he like, he's a that. bootleg. You don't want you to do, walk in it. So watch, huh? he's like a roaring lion. What does the lion do? He roars. And I say this a lot. It stuns the prey. What do you do when the, the prey is stunned? You sit and you do nothing. That's what the enemy wants. Yeah, because like, you know, I'm going on a trip on Wednesday to Philly and to New York to preach the gospel. And, you know, when I go on these trips, she goes, oh, there you go with your single man activities and this and that. You don't <laughs> love me and this and that. Like right tonight, I'm just going to do the podcast. Oh, he's always out and about. And I'm like, you know, it kind of. Like, it's like she tries to guilt trip me, like, if I don't try to pay attention. But I do. Yep. I seek it, but she don't want it. But when it comes to the Lord, then she wants attention. It's like she wants me to choose her over God. And I'm no. going to be honest with you, yeah. brother. Yeah. I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to choose anyone above God. Believe me, I went through a big time. And that's, might... what, that's why I was telling you, you know, that, that 
they want that attention and it's like a battle, you know, like when you put God as a priority, they want to be in that mm -hmm. spot of, of first. You Should know? we have a fake agenda? <laughs> I got podcasts on Monday. You don't have a podcast. All right, babe, I'll choose you over the podcast. <laughs> Just and can you imagine doing something like that? Oh, I got to leave to Ecuador. Babe, choose me. Okay, I won't go to Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, but it's like, You know, we were just talking about that. A friend of mine, happy wife, happy life. And that's just such, you yeah, know. It's deception. It's, it's deception is what it is. But, oh. Yeah. The scripture that you uh -huh. read. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what I, I was okay. trying to connect with it. That scripture, hey, when Jesus comes, it doesn't sound like a peaceful thing. It sounds like it's going to disturb a yeah. bunch of different things. And that's what, what I take that scripture as when you speak the truth. It, it shakes all the lies and all of those lies in people create disruption. Mm, yeah. And a lot of that disruption is with the, with the people closest to you, like your family, your mom, and all the people that, that, that are telling you, oh, you're not saved, oh, this is fake, or whatever. That is the disruption that, that the word brings. Yeah. But the product of that disruption is for them to actually check themselves out oh, yeah. and they have to make a decision. Hey, do I, do I follow God or do I keep playing this yeah. role? And that's the, that's the battle that yeah. you feel because yeah. every time that you speak or every time that your testimony speaks, they feel oh, that trust. talk of oh, war yeah. you know inside of oh, them. Oh, you though. think you know it all. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Know-it-all. You think you know it. I'm like, I don't know anything. So who's, I'm who's uneducated? Who's speaking when they're telling you that? Right. Oh, you think you yeah, know it all? Look, 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 look who's speaking. Yeah. Look who's speaking. Yeah. Oh, you just told me the truth. Oh, so you know, you know uh, that, bro. Yeah, it's not. It's not who they are. Yeah, because yeah, I'd be like, you know, oh, you don't love your family. God says to love your family. I said, but God also says that if you love your family more than than you love me, you're not worthy of me. Yeah. And oh, whatever you think you know it all, and I'm like. <laughs> And I, I get it. It's spiritual because it's yeah. like right when the truth hits, the heart hardens. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Man, it was a, a blessing, man, yeah, having man. you here, Alex, Thank bro. You. It's Thank really, you really blessing. And uh, if you have some final words, man, to just speak, man, whatever God puts in your heart, man, take a few minutes, man, just to speak whatever God puts in your heart, man. Yeah. Amen. So, you know, I, I'm not going to say this walk is easy because it's not. But it's easier than walking in the world by by yourself without God. See, I was I was dead. I was walk a walking corpse. I had no hope. I had no faith. I had no feeling. And all I wanted to do was end my life because I hated my life. But see, the love that God has for you and the hope he has for you is, yes, this walk is not easy. And the war is only going to just get started. But the power of it is he already conquered the war and he gives you strength. He is the one that you rest in. He is the one that comforts. He is the one that gives peace. The reason why it's not easy is because we need to depend on him. Because if we don't depend on him, we will fail because now we don't, we, we, we substituted him with ourselves and we think we can do it on our own. But the truth is we can't. Every time we tried to do it on our own, we hit a dead end and we went in circles. Every time we went on our own, We did drugs and we numbed the pain and then it was still there. But Jesus is the cure. He is the way out. He is the only way out. He is the only one that gives you access to eternal peace. This world has nothing but destruction and chaos. And it's only getting worse by the day. I know there's people out there 
that can relate to the testimony. I know there's people out there that are dealing with addiction. And I know the thoughts that you think, this is it. This is what your life is. And I'm going to be honest, that's a lie. It's not a sickness. It's not something that you're stuck in for, for, for forever unless you choose it. The truth is, if you allow Jesus in your life and into your heart, everything you think is impossible is possible through Christ Jesus. And he is the only way to the Father. God bless you guys. I hope that this blesses you. And I thank God for you guys. Yeah, I've learned a lot in this podcast. And, and, and it blessed me because I, has, I got some answers Amen. to a lot of questions. And That's I think awesome we got too. joined to the hip with him now because now, <laughs> you know, we learn his personal life and we know what to pray for. And then, 